welcome to the newest episode of the Bro Hands Podcast. As always, it's Marcel. It's Rike Gilmore, the founder and president of Sports Entertainment Super Sports. <coughs> Shit. And uh, it's the former stay-at-home dad of the Bro Hands Podcast, current Tennessee resident, unfortunately. And uh, fuck that guy, Robert, because he ain't here. So, Rike, are you coming with baby hairs on your chin? Yeah. <laughs> this man said, damn it, I'm gonna get a beard one day. Yeah, one day. Oh shit, you actually gotta come. I thought you was just doing the like the the coming with your fingers. I was like, he really I doing that? And then I was like, shit, oh he gotta come come. <laughs> yeah. It gets knotted up after a while, so I just come down. Baby teeth comes. <sighs> well, WrestleMania is coming gone. It was a big week in wrestling across the board for a lot of companies. Uh, we'll talk that. And some of the fallout, some of the stuff that happened on at least SmackDown, not SmackDown, that's Friday. That's tomorrow as of this recording. Uh, some stuff that happened on Raw, which was pff, barely anything. And NXT. And some of Dynamite, which I didn't get to watch most i was going to i didn't get around to it though i got youtube tv now at least for a month before i decide to drop it because it's like 60 something dollars right now i got it on the low low for like 14 oh is that just like one month trial for 14 or you got it for a certain amount of time for 14. It's like one month. It's like 14. Then I'll go up to like 60 something. Which is ooh, it's disgusting. But I might keep it. Who knows? There was, what was it? Or something? Just like we didn't know the Oscars were happening when Chris Rock got smacked. The Grammys were happening, I think, at the same time as Mania? Night one? I believe so. I think it was either Saturday or Sunday. Yeah, was I like, want to say it was, it was Sunday because. I want to say it was Sunday because I think actually it was Saturday because they were talking about it. Cause I remember specifically the Grammys were going on during the wait, what night was the Zane Knoxville match? Night, night two. two. Okay. So it was during night two not night one. So yeah. Cause I was going to say, I think Swerve posted something on Sunday that Sunday. Yeah. He was, he was at talking the, about, yeah, he was at the Grammys. So I'm not, you know, being there for his boy, <clears throat> the producer. So so I'm not even, we just going to go some of the general stuff that happened. Not much happened. Apparently they announced like the winners of like the hip hop and shit, like in a live stream before the show or something like that, but leave the door open one record of the year, which is a solid track. I, I prefer smoking out the window, which has the best chorus that Rike was talking about like a month ago. Oh yeah, This bitch got me <laughs> heard that shit like eight times at work one time shit's great have you listened to that dreamville mixtape yet mm, i don't really get into those mixtapes you don't like gangsta grills mixtapes i like well of course i like gangsta grills mixtapes been living up south long enough but um i like gangsta grills mixtapes but i don't care for like the dreamville stuff like i thought J- cole's verse was fire on stick but I listened to a couple tracks and then it became background noise. So I was like, this happens every time. I ain't gonna lie. Cole was my least favorite part on stick. <laughs> like, 
to be honest, I didn't I didn't really think he matched the energy of the song. Like my ears perked up when I was listening to that shit because I was in line at Whataburger. I wasn't really paying attention to it. He started rapping. I, I, I was like, okay, Jid is always great. So Jid did well. Sheck West yelling is always great. <laughs> Sheck West just yelling random ad libs is always great. Kenny Mason over here yelling too. I'm like, okay, okay, I'm about with this. And Cole had a good verse. I'm just like, it just didn't match the energy for me. I mean, I didn't expect Cole to just be yelling and screaming and shit, but. Uh, album of the year was We Are by John Batiste. Who is that? I don't know. He black. That's all I care about. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. Hey, person of color winning an award? We about that. We're all for that. LeVar Burton was the host? What the fuck? Okay. Hold on. Why did Anthony Mackie present Best Country Album? Maybe he's trying to tell us something. Hold on. <laughs> hey, Ludacris was there. He presented Best Rap Performance. Lenny Kravitz presented Album of the Year. They had anybody doing anything. Oh, God. Jared Little presented Best Pop Vocal Album. This man really came out here with the worst superhero movie since fucking BVS. And <laughs> that's what I keep oh. hearing. I hear Morbius is doo-doo water garbage. I was going to ask y'all. When I started hearing about that, I was going to ask you if you had seen Morbius yet. Because I was like, no. damn, they really shit on that. I'll movie. probably get around to seeing it, but I didn't have high expectations going in. Because first off, it's fucking Morbius. Michael Morbius. Nobody cares yeah. about Morbius. Like, nobody cares about Morbius. Two, so this is Sony still trying to make a Sinister Six movie. And I was watching this review on the movie. And it was like, they're trying to make Sinister Six. And so Why far, three of the Morbius? six dudes have no problems with Spider-Man. So it's like, how the fuck are you going to have a movie based around one of Spider-Man's villains groups and three of the dudes have no problems with Spider-Man? I don't know. Maybe they'll do something lazy and they'll be like, well, like, since it's the, the multiverse is fucked and all this, you know, they'll like be like, well, Venom, like Venom is a hero in his movies. Morbius yeah. was a hero in his movie. Like Vulture, who spoilers showed up at the post credit scene of Morbius. Was it wow. the same Vulture or was it a different Yeah, it, it was Michael Keaton. See, this still made no sense because of like, no way home shenanigans. So yeah, he ended up over say. there, and I guess he was trying to tell Morbius that Spider Man was a bad person. But I'm like, but that makes no sense because I saw Homecoming. Vulture right. went to jail, but he really ain't got no problems with Spider Man. Yeah, so. he kind of just accepted the fact that he was there. And then they're gonna make this Craven movie. Why? I don't fucking know. I so I, I bullshitted one day and I told somebody that, that I was like, yeah, the next, you know, one of these days they're gonna make a craven movie. And lo and behold, there's a fucking I mean, they've movie. already casted for it and shit. So the only time I ever found out about Craven was when I bought the Spider-Man game, or when my mama bought me the Spider-Man game back like when the Spider-Man movie came out in 01. I was like, okay, Craven, you're a big game hunter, cool. Like, that don't, <laughs> I mean, that pretty make, much. Like, how you gonna make a movie around that? Like, his story sucks. Facts. So, they, uh, <laughs> I'm sick of this. Anyway, uh, what, what was it? Okay. So, I'm still going to some of the stuff from the Grammys. So, Rike, they had Nas performing, right? This man did the hits. He did I Can, Made You Look, One Mic. 
Rare. I don't even know what song that is. Is that one of his newer songs? Yeah, that's off. Of, uh, Sounds like it. <clears throat> that's off what? King's Disease Two. Mm, so he only did one song of King's Disease Two. <laughs> he said, "Nah, I'm gonna get this old, this old but gold shit." Have you heard that new Pusha T Jay Z song? Mm-mm. I haven't really kept up with anything in the last two weeks, so oh. I'm kind of like off the grid, basically. Oh, so you listen to Kanye? Is what you're telling me? Nah, I don't listen to Kanye. <laughs> I've been gay for that nigga. Um, uh, yeah, I, just, I mean, I know just, Vince Staples dropping a new album tomorrow. I'm gonna listen to that, but apparently, Smoke Dizza, Wiz Khalifa, and Big Crit doing an album together. I mean, Big Crit's last album was okay. I listened to it once all the way through, and I was like. Nothing really stood out on this, sadly enough. Let's see. Well, well, what we what we got? Let's go to the categories that people care about. Right, the ones that matter. R and B. So okay, apparently, Silk Sonic and Jasmine Sullivan tied for best R and B performance. How the fuck does that happen? So did they both get Grammys, or all three of them get Grammys? Rather, since Silk Sonic is two people. I think they. I think yeah. I think that's what happens technically. Well, that would that should that should technically happen. Well, they won best R and B song too. Well, Silk Sonic did. Lucky Day got best yeah! progressive R and B album. I love that Jasmine Sullivan won best R and B album for an album called Ho Tales. <laughs> like it's spelled H E A U X, but it's still pro- it, like it's pronounced Ho Tales, which is hilarious to me. Baby, a different ways different ways spelling it. Baby Keem won best rap performance. Let's go for Family Ties. Was Kendrick even at the? I don't even think Kendrick's even at the Grammys, but he won one, which is hilarious. I, I, oh, I don't blame him. Uh, Kanye won best melodic rap performance for Hurricane, and he won best rap song for Jail. Tyler won best rap album for Call Me If You hey. Get Lost. People were talking about Call Me If You Get Lost. Wasn't better than Donda. I'm like, as a Kanye fan since the beginning, yes, it was. <laughs> like, like, yeah, it was. I, I can't. I don't go back and listen to most stuff off Donda. To be honest, I listen to a lot of shit on Call Me If You Get Lost. They were like, Call Me You Get Lost is better than the off season. I'm like, as a J Cole fan since Friday Night Lights, yes, it was. Yes, it was. And I like the off season, but. I do call, call me if you get lost was better. If you ask me, what do you think, Rike? Uh, I, I said it last year, but I liked uh, the offseason lyrically. Call me if you get lost had more stuff you can like vibe to. Like, I can take a song of Call Me You Get Lost and use it as a wrestling entrance, <laughs> depending on what song it is. Rike, what is Max's interest thing? Right above it. Okay. Have they, did they take that off? Because of copyright on YouTube, yeah, they do. They've done that to a lot of people. I think they did that to Q and BK a couple times. Okay, because his match with Killer Kate is on there, and I'm like, as soon as y'all come out, it mutes, and I'm like, okay, this must be because his music. Yeah. So I didn't even hear him get announced or nothing. It's just y'all came out in <laughs> silence. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, that's what's awkward about it. Um, I haven't even, I didn't even know that shit hit YouTube, but um. That's what's so awkward about watching that shit back. Anytime I do watch something off of there, I was watching uh, Aaron Mercer versus Brian Keith, and 
they took Mercer's music off of there because I think he was coming out to Johnny K, Johnny Cash. So they completely muted that shit. Did they mute Keith? Because he comes out to still tipping. Yeah, they muted him. Okay. But it's on IWTV, right? They don't mute it. Yeah. Yeah, they don't mute anything on there. IWTV is cool. I'm going to start. I mean, I still pay for IWTV. I haven't used it in a minute. I'm going to start because one, some of the new Texas shows, but two, they also have AJW on there. Yeah, I heard about that. That uh, that old school Joshi wrestling. What? Look at Alex. He said, "Huh?" <laughs> he said, "Old school Joshi." Yeah, that Manami Toyota, dang um, Aja Kong, all them. Oh yeah, on uh, oh, IWTV. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if they have. They don't have all of it yet, but they're slowly putting it on there. I mean, if I can watch them. Some Toyota matches and you know some Aja Kong and shit even Bull Nakano. Bull Nakano. Yeah, if I could watch a couple of her matches too. Let me try Maybe. and call Robert again. I don't know what he doing with his <laughs> second job. I don't know what. I don't know. <laughs> I was wondering that too because I was like, didn't he just start a job like two or three weeks ago? Yeah. This man said, "Fuck them, fuck this job." Wow. He's only there like a week. Two weeks. I know. I know. But that is how long it takes for you to figure out how things run, you know, run and shit if you have to do something really important. I mean true, but I don't know. And that man that man kinda he a little O C D about some stuff, so it's probably he was at his point, you know, and he was like, fuck it. I get it. Oh yeah, I've done that before too. Uh, let's see. What are we? Oof. There's a lot to start with. Do we start with WrestleMania week? I guess. Yeah, I think we should, or at least SmackDown. From SmackDown on, well, right? Raw on, I guess, because they had WrestleMania Raw, and then WrestleMania SmackDown. Yeah. Anything of note happened on WrestleMania Raw? I can't remember. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't remember WrestleMania Raw. You know, Roman had some kind of promo, didn't he? Probably. Yeah, Roman and Brock had, and I think that was pretty much it. Was that the? Was that the? Was that the Raw where Brock fucking uses the forklift to go through the car? No, that was on SmackDown. Like two oh, that weeks was SmackDown? prior. Yeah. So that was was that SmackDown WrestleMania? No, that was Not SmackDown like two weeks prior to that. Oh shit. What my sense of time so off? Yeah, and all I know, all I remember from uh, <laughs> WrestleMania SmackDown was uh, was that Ricochet retained. That was really all I cared about. <laughs> uh, Madcap Moss won the Battle Royal. Oh Moss yeah. The- oh okay okay okay. I remember I remember I remember some of it now. Yeah, he won the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, which has never done anything for anybody. So. What are you talking about? Look at Happy Corbin. He didn't. He won that before he became Happy Corbin. But I'm saying, like, in the evolution of things, like, he won it. And had he not won it, and he won it, Happy and Corbin. then became bum ass Baron Corbin not too long <laughs> after that. Yeah, and he, he became Happy Corbin. Corbin. <laughs> he was bum ass Corbin for a long, long time. I thought that was going to lead to a face turn. To be honest. Like when they had MVP be more or less broke for a bit or whatever, and then he turned to a bit, and then he started that big ass loser streak, and then he became a babyface. So I thought they were turning Corbin face, but nope. That would have been the time to do it. 
when anybody it cheered him. Like, I would have. I would have been like, man, he's so down on his luck, and now he's starting to, you know, things are starting to go for him, and he's actually doing good. You know this what I'm saying? Said, I couldn't person. afford it. This man said I couldn't afford a can opener, so I beat the can against the ground until it opened. Like, bro, <laughs> <laughs> his struggle was real. <sighs> Just him sitting on the fucking on the floor in that that dirty ass fucking. He said he was so broke. Clothes he was wearing. Corbin said he was so broke he had to eat sleep for dinner. Hey, that man! In, that man was in the trenches. That's that's all I could say. <laughs> this man was probably wild. using. Who? This man was probably using coffee filters for toilet paper. Why are they doing this man like this? Who is Baron Black? He's on AEW, right? Uh, maybe. Yeah, he's an AEW wrestler. <laughs> he said, "A." At the John Gresham, let me know if you and Samoa Joe need backup dealing with Jay Lethal oh, and Sanjay. Oh, I know who he is. And Jordan Grace zero said, forty-eight for real. Jordan Grace <laughs> said, "Bro, you zero and forty-eight. I'm like, nigga, damn. Yo, when she did that, I was like, yo, she just killed this man. She not momentum. wrong. Though. It's like she. Not- I know, but like she didn't have to say it like that. She said, "You zero forty-eight. How you help your mom? You can't even help yourself." <laughs> I mean, there was a lot of shows that went on during Mania weekend. Uh, Rike, you were there. Um, uh, that's why I'm so tired now. Man, that shit was like a week ago, almost. Right? And this shit. man must have went two days without sleep, and then maybe slept three hours and two days after that. It's a lot of driving around, a lot of walking, a lot of no free fucking parking. You have to pay for every goddamn thing. Um, hey, no one told you to live this life. It's <laughs> <laughs> draining. Um, but yeah, there was like shows going on from like, I think, 9 or 10 a.m. all the way until fucking midnight. All days. All four days, I think. Um, me and Max had one on Thursday night, which pissed both of us off. Not Thursday night, but Thursday because um, dude was like call time was at 2 p.m. And so we got there at 2 and we were just sitting around like not really doing shit. So it's typically when you do call time that early in the day, you got you want us to film some shit. But it wasn't even that. It was just us kind of like chilling for two hours. Um, then Saturday, me, him, his girl, his son, we all went to WrestleMania night one. And then after that shit, we went to, uh, we had a midnight New Texas show. So soon as his match with Tempo was over with, I just slept in the car. <laughs> Sorry if I sound out of it. My social media is like at a fucking two. I ain't never been around so many people in my fucking life. Um, oh, that's you have an anxiety saying. attack or anything like that? Uh, I, I wouldn't say an anxiety attack, but I would say like I would. Like towards the end of each day, I was kind of like done with people. I think Brock Brock says something to Pat McAfee which summed up my mood when I'm around a shit ton of people. It's like that shit gets exhausting to the point where like for like three or four days I don't really want to talk or hang out with anybody. I was like, your social battery is depleted. Yeah, like there was a couple times where Marcel would hit me up about wanting to hang out after like looking at the expo and I'd be like, nah, I'm gonna kick it at the house. It, it ain't nothing personally against people. It's just I'm fucking tired. I'm fucking drained. 
<laughs> I know where to get um, your social battery up. Just wait till Robert gets on this show. <laughs> I, I kind of right now kind of hope he does pop up. Like, uh, you need something to yell at. <laughs> he's yeah. he gonna get that. He's gonna get that. Boy, because <laughs> I, I was thinking about taking this episode off. <laughs> I was thinking about it, but uh, did my audio go out? No. Okay. Um, but yeah. I'll I'll go into my WrestleMania experience later on in the show. Well, did you hear about the uh, anything from the ROH show? I know you didn't go. But... Um, nah. I other than I think we went to Access. We didn't plan on going to Access, but we went. I think I was. I think Randy Orton had walked in for an interview with Ryan Satin and. I opened Twitter and I saw some old Joe with all the That's that's all I saw from it. Yeah, he walked out. Uh, he got signed, and then there was that picture of Tony looking like the biggest child. Yeah. Like, I, um, oh my god, I signed some old Joe. I'm like, okay, you happy? That's great. And then there was like the uh, the post interview stuff, and apparently Joe said that he was trying to get WWE to buy the library for ROH while he was there. Joe was that guy? Yeah. Oh, we. But apparently, Triple H, uh, per the Triple H was trying to get it. Mm-hmm. They just I didn't mean, get it, it. The only reason I can think they didn't get it is because they wanted too much. Otherwise, they would have got it. Oh, yeah. They probably yeah. wanted like one and a half more than, you know, what they probably, they probably wanted exactly sold. what Tony paid for it. Maybe a little bit more. I don't know. But I could easily see Vince being like, they want how much? With what TV? <laughs> right. Fuck that. Like, they want to, like, nah. Vince is like, nah, we good. Yeah. They want a million dollars? Nope. So, I mean, that's what, yeah, that's what Joe said. He said he was trying to get them to do it. They just, you know, they just didn't buy it, which, hey, it happens. So we were like, well, I prefer it in, in AEW's hands anyway, because there's a lot of people in ROH there's a lot of people in AEW with ROH history. I'm like, there's a bunch of people in WWE with ROH history. Right. Yeah. Like, there's some people that went from WWE to ROH. In the and beginning. vice versa. Because it's like, just people with ROH history in WWE. I mean, I don't know all of them, but off the top of my head, obviously Seth, freaking Jamie Noble has some ROH history. <laughs> like uh, AJ Styles. Damian Priest. Priest. Seth. Yeah, we already mentioned yeah. Seth, Damian Priest, Seth, AJ, Jamie Noble, Ricochet. Ricochet was there for? I believe Ricochet did a couple of ROH shows. Yeah, Ricochet. Uh, like, AEW, yes, has more former ROH talent, but still. Yeah, but I was going to say, if you've got, you know, maybe like your Mount Rushmore of ROH, you definitely got, you know, basically... <laughs> How many people is it on Rushmore? Is it four or five? Four. Like, if you had to pick a Mount Rushmore ROH, it'd likely be like Punk, Joe, Joe and Danielson, and Daniel. Yep. And probably Cole, I guess. Cole or Seth. Or Lethal, actually. That actually, it's out of those three Cole, Lethal, or Seth. So, I mean, speaking of Seth, he out here making people mad on Twitter again. <laughs> About his uh, opinion about how long Ross should be. He said, how, wait, what did he say? I didn't even hear about that. What did he so, say about that? 
apparently he was in an interview and I guess they asked him how he felt about raw or something. And he was like, he more or less said that it was too, a three hour show is way too long. Everybody says that. And that two hour show is better. Everybody says that. Like the only reason, like I would love for raw to go back to two hours. I would, Oh my God, I'd love it. I, I, Oh my gosh. I'd kiss Vic, Vince McMahon's feet. <laughs> like, like if, just, we, if we made Raw if made two hours, two and a half yeah. hours, but or just two and a half hours, I would, would be yeah more engaged. But they've been doing it so long that plus that third hour brings in money, so advertisers, so they can't even cut back on it if they wanted to. Yeah, them kids are gamb- in bed. That's the gamble. It's just like three hour Raw, fuck. Especially if a lot of shit's not happening on Raw. Like this past Monday, so just like oh my god, yeah, that that round kind of dragged out, kind of shit. I watched, I watched it. I'm like, but we'll get to that shit. Um, yeah. No, I meant more when he was talking about one about WWE having being having the best talent, which everybody's like, oh Seth, you can't say that. I'm like, y'all really want Seth to come up here and be like, nah, we ain't got the best people here, <laughs> like, eh. Yeah, right. we're we're you, we're okay, but you know you gotta you gotta you gotta give a corporate answer. Y'all really y'all this ain't even like really a super corporate <laughs> answer. It's just like y'all really want this man to shit where he eat. <laughs> like, right? Y'all really want like, to come out here and be like, nah, we're not that good. We don't have the y'all best want talent. Him to fumble like, his bag. Y'all really want him to fumble his bag to appease y'all who ain't doing shit for him. <laughs> just like what the fuck? Like any comp anybody of any company gonna say that if you go to AW. Any wrestlers that are gonna be like, we got the best people. You go to New Japan, they're gonna say we got the best people. You go anywhere, they're gonna say they got the best people. Anybody who comes out on the radio and be like or interview and be like, nah, man, my company sucks. We ain't that good. We can get more people. Yeah. We're mid. I don't We're mid want, best. I don't want them on my roster. <laughs> like, if you think that, cool, but don't say it out loud. I don't want that man on my roster. I'm just like, what the fuck? Y'all really mad? Seth said, I like where I work. The fuck just because y'all don't like where y'all work this is really what it is i'm like all of y'all never had a job you genuinely like and it shows right you're you're projecting Some of y'all want people just be as miserable as y'all it's like i don't like where i work so you shouldn't like where you work it's like no motherfucker get a different job i don't know what to tell you should be crazy or when he said um nobody cares about Meltzer star ratings and people got upset that. there and people got upset about that they were like that just saying that because Meltzer never gave him a five star match, and then somebody was like, "I bet John Cena's ever complained that Meltzer only gave him one star match." Someone was like, "John Cena probably don't even know who Meltzer is." Right? I doubt John Cena cares. It, I doubt most wrestlers. <laughs> most wrestlers don't care. Like, yeah, that's the even Meltzer. Right? I'm not his biggest fan, but even he says, "Don't take my star ratings too serious." Even he says that. <laughs> it was like y'all really out here. Like, oh, this was a five star match. I'm like. What general metric are we using to mm-hmm. like what I mean we'll go into a layer like somebody could think that the fucking the match that Sammy's the no holds bar match between Sammy Zayn John <laughs> and Johnny Knoxville drizzling damn shits. But someone else could be like, Oh, I loved it. It was five stars, like and they'd both be right. Yeah, because it's subjective. Unless it's like an objectively, objectively bad <laughs> match, like Charmel and Jen Maraska, like or <laughs> like if it's something that bad or any Punjabi prison, like then 
you know, you ain't come on now. Different strokes for different folks. Like it's freaking crazy. But on the ROH show, um, all I heard about it, the only match everybody was talking about was FTR on the Briscoes. That's the only match yeah. I saw people talking about. And that's the only that's match, the only the match actually, I could remember. That's yeah. the only match I actually Fair wanted enough. to see. Um, yeah. Because I didn't really care about any other match on the card. Apparently, Tully Blanchard's with Brian Cage now. So we'll see how that goes. Brian Christopher Button. Um, Mercedes Martinez is the interim ROH women's champion because Deanna didn't want to wrestle that night. I don't know. I don't know why they have an interim ROH women's title right now. Yeah, that's. When that's Deanna be like Perrazzo, a story. Yeah, like yeah. she wasn't defeated for it. They didn't really strip her. Over. They just fired everybody and that was it. So I don't know how they're going to, I don't know how they're going to resolve that. Cause I don't know if impact and AEW are even still working together. You know what they're going to do more? So they're going to do a title match to unify both titles in a ladder match. And then the person who wins going to carry both titles. <laughs> <laughs> yes. For, for about three weeks. And then they will make a abomination of a title and that will be carried around for years to come. I don't even know. Um, FTR won the ROH tag titles from the Briscoes. Minoru Suzuki is the TV champion. Hey, because he beat Rhett Titus. Wheeler Utah won the Pure Championship. Championship, yeah. Beating Josh Woods and Gresham won the ROH World Title or the the regular one because he had the old one. <laughs> and Bandito had the current one. So he unified them basically. Yeah, and Bandito came out with Chavo. So um, what? Why? I, I don't know. <laughs> is Chavo the the male equivalent of like you know what Vicky Guerrero is now? I have no idea. Just shows up. Jay Lethal beat Lee Moriarty on this Latinx show. Next people. I mean, I know you don't watch uh, AEW Rike, but Matt Seidel, from what I can see, is not doing anything for Lee Moriarty. Mm. Apparently he'd just be losing matches all the time. Like I don't know. Matt Seidel doing nothing for him. Uh let's see. Who what 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 else? Do, 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 do. The Shinobi Shadow Squad. What the fuck? Hey, Cheeseburger was on this show. Good for Cheeseburger. Um been Cheeseburger in a long time. Is he still the same size? Uh yeah, ain't much you can do about that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, damn. Wow. Shout out to Cheeseburger. He's been, he been chugging along. Well, we'll get into the, the main show of the evening right now. We might as well just talk about it. WrestleMania 30. Actually, no, we got to talk NXT first. Everybody watched Stand and Deliver, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we all did because we was all. Well, Rike did, didn't, apparently. Uh, I didn't. I didn't. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, yeah, you were busy, though. Like, I just assumed that he meant like me, him, and Robert. Nah, nah, don't give him an out. Ricky said, fuck that. I'm not watching that. <laughs> That's exactly what he said. He said, no, no Lash man. Legend, no Nikita Lions. I ain't watching that. Uh, nah, I, said, legit, I legit has something going on. Oh, what was that? Saturday? Yeah. Saturday, Saturday morning. Yeah, afternoon, like right at 12. I'm trying to think, what the fuck did we do that day? Not watch NXT. Well, you know that. 
Oh, we went to um, we went to Access. Yeah, that's what we did. I think it's oh, yeah, a little bit. Apparently, I did that. <laughs> I guess I think they had an interview or something the next day. Becky and Seth. And even though they, she lost the title, apparently Becky still showed up with like a replica belt. <laughs> Yo, I seen that photo and I was just like, he was wilding. I was like, yo. Even though she lost, she was like, I'm, I'm, I'm still the champ. She pulled up with a replica belt on some damn Shawn Michaels Terry Funk shit. <laughs> that's what, that's what JBL did. That's what who you did? Know, JBL. Oh you yeah, know, he, he like, lost the title when Cena revealed that that spinner shit. He brought the old one back. Yeah. Man, can you yeah. believe that the man, the undisputed title, which Still, one of the best world title designs. I don't care what nobody says. That was literally only around for like two years. It's that. Like, because it, it debuted in 2002. Didn't it morph into the WWE one? No, it became the spinner belt because it, it debuted in 2000. Was it end of 2002? Yeah. No, after uh, WrestleMania 18, it debuted. So, yeah. So, beginning of 2002. So the beginning of 2002, and then John Cena won it in 21, in the beginning of 2004. And Judgment Day was like a month later, maybe two months later, and he had already debuted the spinner by that point. So, yeah, that title was barely two years old. Oh, it did make a one-night return, though, in 05. Why? Um, something happened at Unforgiven with Cena and Kurt's match. I think Cena got disqualified, and so Kurt was declared the winner. And Eric Bischoff, he was going to name Kurt as a WWE champion. And when he was coming down to the ring, he had the undisputed title over his shoulder, and he was going to give it to Kurt. But Vince came down and just said, uh-uh, took the belt, held it in the air on stage, and that was the last time it was seen. Ooh, bring it back. Bring the undisputed title back. I forgot. I forgot what, what? episode of Raw that is, but it's sometime September 05. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's Dang. after Unforgiven. So if you find out what Unforgiven 05 happened, you can find that episode. It's the opening segment. Fucking crazy. So you didn't watch TakeOver. Overall, broad strokes where we're getting deep. Haha. <laughs> I thought it was a solid show. I mean, it wasn't like, obviously, it didn't live up to like some of the greatest TakeOvers ever. But all yeah, overall, it, yeah. was like, it was a it was a mid tier takeover. Are you still calling them takeovers? Because I thought it was just stand and deliver. Well, it was just stand and deliver, but I I called it a takeover just because. It yeah. sounds cooler. Sounds way better. NAC takeover stand and deliver. <laughs> so, <laughs> look, I gotta I gotta keep some damn it. Right. Uh, there was a pre show match. Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai beat Toxic Attraction to win the tag titles. But then they lost the tag titles back to Toxic Attraction on Tuesday. So what was the fucking point of that? Oh, you know, I saw a crazy okay, I was wondering why. I was wondering why I hadn't watched Stand and Deliver yet. I was like, didn't they just reverse most of the decisions they made that night anyway? Like, yes. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So. That's some Vince Russo shit. I didn't even watch. That's exactly I didn't watch what I show. thought. I was like, why? Because, I mean, granted, I was a little bit upset that they won in the first place, even though I like Raquel and Dakota, because I was like, just call them the fuck up. <laughs> we called them up. Um, 
then the show opened with the fatal five-way ladder match for the North American title. This match was pretty good. It was probably actually it it was match of the night. Yeah, I will definitely say this was match of the night. Cameron Grimes, uh, I mean Carmelo Hayes versus Cameron Grimes, Santos Escobar, Solo Sokoa, and Grayson Waller. Match was pretty damn good. If you don't watch any other show, I mean any other match from this show, I'd recommend this match. Pretty much all the guys look good. Everybody did their thing. And Grimes won. My guy won. Finally won his first NXT title because the million dollar title don't count. I was listening back to last week's show. (laughs) And you and Robert arguing over that million dollar title was hilarious. I wasn't arguing. I was just having a organized debate. We're not arguing, but that was hilarious. (laughs) When I told Robert that he doesn't even acknowledge the million dollar title, he got so bad. He 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 argues. I was just having an organized debate. He got so salty. He was like, "What, man? This bullshit." They didn't. I'm like Robert. We keep telling you, nobody cares about that million dollar title, but you. It, it was. I I even explained it to him. Like I go, Robert. I'm explaining it to you like this. Y'all can go back and listen to the episodes. But I told, <laughs> him, I was like, bro, the million dollar title was a gift. Ted DiBiase he couldn't win the WWE title. So what did he do? What do millionaires do? What do millionaires do when they can't get what they want? They go and buy it. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> they find somebody and they buy it <laughs> because it's how he it. got the title. He got it from Andre because he bought that shit from him. But then See, they said, "No, nah, you can't do that." So he's like, "Fuck it, I'm at my own title." It's a it's a gimmick title. So it's not. So when it's a gimmick title, it's not a sanctioned title. <laughs> so, right. So. <laughs> Okay, he won it, but it doesn't show in the record books that, like, oh, on this day, uh, Cameron Grimes won a million dollar title. No, it's not like that. It's not like the North American NXT title. Those Would you say NXT. it's the WWE FTW title? Yes, yeah, it's the <laughs> FTW title. It's FTW title. Like, I mean, shit. Like, there's certain, I don't know. I agreed with Edge, right? Ed said something a while back on top of Smack. He's like, I don't count the 24-7 title as a championship. Like, me personally, I don't count the 24-7 title, the million-dollar title, or even the hardcore title as, like, legit championships because they they were, like, gimmicks. How dare you? It was you? like, they, they like, were made to fill time. I don't I don't count those. I'm like... Rike, how dare you diss the hardcore championship like that? All the work the late great <laughs> Crash Holly put into that title... I don't- I don't. I don't deny anything. Crash Holly did. I'm just. I'm just saying it is what it is. <laughs> he put the time and the effort. That man defended that title in a damn play place. Okay. In the ball. Sh- in the ball sh- too. It should be acknowledged. <laughs> damn it, Rika. Do you not remember WrestleMania 16? That man bled. Unfortunately, <laughs> I do. That, <laughs> that message is the caught you lacking worst, title. Worst the match only ever. <laughs> I mean, I I like the hardcore title more than the twenty four seven title because the hardcore title was more funny. Like he was fighting people in the bathrooms, people was beat pinning him while he was sleeping in a hotel, all that shit. That mess, but no, like, I, that mess was the caught you lacking title. Yeah, <laughs> you had to literally be looking at every damn word. Alex just reminded me of like one of my least favorite WrestleManias. Isn't that WrestleMania two thousand? Yeah, because yeah. um, that was is really the only WrestleMania to not feature a one on one match. I heard the only decent, I think the only decent match people said from that mania was the ladder match. Was that the triangle yeah, the ladder, ladder match? Yeah, the ladder match yeah. stole the show. 
that was a TLC match before they started calling it a TLC match. Wasn't that also the main event was like a big man in every corner? And I'm like, okay. Uh, yeah. And that's like, they, instead of just, that's, that's the WrestleMania where they fucked it and had Jericho on some of the fucking shits and Mick Foley comes out and it's not Jericho. Yeah, it's like, um, it's also the one WrestleMania where, okay, I wasn't watching full time, but even I thought like, okay, mm-hmm. Rock and Triple H is gonna be the go-to match for Mania. Austin's out, so that's that's what that's what should happen. But they somehow it got turned into a fatal four-way. Like Big Show was bitching that well, the Rock's feet touched first or some shit, and then Big Show beat him at No Way Out. So he got added into the match. I can't remember how Mick Foley got into the match. Triple H. Right, I was about to say like something about Linda liking. It was like something about Linda liking Mick or some shit. Like Linda just liked Mick, (laughs) so she put him in the match out of her gut. That man was retired. Like yeah, retired. Yeah, no way out was it for him. He even says it to this day. Yeah, I was. I had come to terms that my career was over with. You know, he he had said that several times. So I'm like, why is he? Why is he in a match? And then fucking Triple H ended up winning. I'm like, right. Just, I'm like, man, what? I love it. I love that too. Easy. We were talking about how, you know, talking about Triple H's career, his retirement or something. Like, actually, it wasn't too yeah. It was last week. And now Ricky's like, hey, fucking Triple H won. <laughs> I, like, like I, I mean, I felt like, damn, you know, yeah, I loved it. Like, don't get me wrong. Triple H is one of my favorite guys. But I'm like, damn, that was a WrestleMania where Rock should have won. If y'all want to do the fatal four-way bullshit, y'all could have done that at Backlash. Mm-hmm. Like, let The Rock have... I mean, he got his moments at WrestleMania, like, two years later when he beat Hogan. But proud moment for the community, by the way. But anyway, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, <laughs> beat Hogan. But yeah, like, that that threw me for a loop. Because I remember I didn't watch that WrestleMania live. It was a Monday after that WrestleMania where I started watching full-time. I've been a fan since. But I remember they were, like, showing packages. I'm like, in my nine-year-old voice, I was like, he won? That's bullshit. <laughs> right? <laughs> I fucking hate that guy. I hated that motherfucker in, in 2000, man. Like, when Steve Austin flipped him over in that car, I thought he was dead. I was happy as fuck. I was like, now nah, he ain't, nah, ain't going to be beating people up. And... <laughs> right? yes, he ain't going to be dastardly no more. Yeah. Like, Yes, he deserved to die, and I hope he burned (laughs) in hell. (laughs) And three weeks weeks later, he showed up with not a scratch on him, not a cast or anything. And them doctors did good-ass work, either that or he's fucking indestructible. Nothing happened. I'm like, my mom was like, now explain that. Didn't he just get thrown, like, from a lot of, from I don't know how many feet in the air onto the asphalt? I was like, yeah, and he's here. Just beating up Steve Austin with not a scratch on him. Yeah. He survived the same way Austin didn't serve any jail time for that attempted murder. <laughs> like <laughs> which time? <laughs> Specifically right. that event. <laughs> which time in that year? Cause he tried to run over Rikishi. <laughs> Bruh. Triple H legit ran over Stone Cold. <laughs> or at least Rikishi did. No, it was actually so, Triple H. Triple H did, and then served no jail time once everybody found out. <laughs> should, uh, he also ma- he also was- drugged Stephanie and married her under false pretenses. Man, no jail time. I- and can we not 
can we not forget about the unmentionable thing that I'm about to mention? The whole Katie. No, conference. no, no. <laughs> Don't talk we about don't that. talk about that didn't happen. About we don't talk about that. You don't say that. But um, what was I gonna say? Uh, fuck, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> senior, I had a senior moment. <laughs> but yeah, ball. somebody somebody said on Twitter, not Twitter, but TikTok, they were like, "Man, Triple H is playing Grand Theft Auto with people's lives." And you think about it, <laughs> he ran best friend's head. Through a car window, he really did. Triple H, Triple H ran Shawn Michaels' head <laughs> into a fucking car window, then had the nerve <laughs> to be fake upset when a stage hand <laughs> told him what happened. This man said, "Who did it? Who did?" Shawn, I promise you, we're gonna find who did it, and they're a marked man. Like what? <laughs> and they come to it find out they you. got that man. They caught that man in four. It was you, Hunter. <laughs> Sean Michaels, fucking Triple H had that big ass villain grin and shit. You damn right, it was me, Sean. Nigga, what? Like, <laughs> tired of being in your shadow. Triple H was gaslighting I- everybody. You remember when he was freaking when Sean came back from the back injury, and then they did the whole you know the DX thing. Then he just pedigreed Sean. Then the next week was trying to act like nothing happened. <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, I pedigreed Sean in the middle of the ring during his comeback, but it's no hard feelings on Sean." <laughs> and then he tried to fucking kill him. Like I was like, "What is going on?" For real. And then um, what was it? <laughs> he was. I don't know if y'all remember this episode of Raw, Alex. I'm sure you do. But they did this thing right where I think Kurt he the Rock was chasing after Kurt Angle, I think. And so Triple H is driving the car, right? Rikishi is hanging out the window with a sledgehammer in his hand, and they just drove by and hit the Rock while the car was moving. <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> bro! He put a head out on Goldberg. Like a legit hit. <laughs> he put a hit on I remember, Goldberg. I remember people. I remember people trying to trying, trying to, to catch fucking him murder that. Goldberg. Was it, was it fifteen thousand or how, I forgot how much he was putting? I up. forgot what I it was. But like I, somebody tried to run Goldberg over. I remember that shit. <laughs> then Batista pilmanized his leg, and that was how Batista ended up joining Evolution. <laughs> Just like what the fuck. Triple H was a wild boy. <laughs> Shut um. Like was, trying to was grimy. grimy. That boy was grimy. He literally saved that whole "I did it for the rock" storyline because yeah, even no even, one, no one was believing Rikishi as a heel. Even as a even as a kid, I was like, "It was me. I did it for the rock. I did I'm it like, for the people." <laughs> I'm like, well, I like Rikishi, but this is underwhelming. I was expecting I was expecting Triple H the whole time because I'm like, who else? Would yeah, you? who else? Who else would? Be that mischievous. mischievous. <laughs> you bastard. Right. That son of, that- it had to be. It had to be that son of a bitch Helmsley. Damn had you, Helmsley. Damn his soul. <laughs> every week. Every week. People think like it was just a few times. Nah, Jim Ross kept that hate consistent. For every real. week. Every week. That son of a bitch Helmsley. Oh, look <laughs> at that son of a bitch. Look at it. Look at his eyes. Look at those eyes. You just know he's you a know, Have you no heart? Have you no soul? <laughs> I remember he cost The Rock a match, right? And the crowd is like pissed off, right? And commentary goes silent for like three seconds. And Jim Ross is like, that no good lousy son of a bitch, Triple H. <laughs> <laughs> you go to hell, you bastard. <laughs> Stop the damn match. He's got a he's got a family. Don't you hit her. 
Don't you hit her! Someone stepping you. He was about to hit her with a sledgehammer. I forgot when he when he hit Sean. There was more he said that night. He was like, "Damn you, Triple H! Damn your soul! You son of a bitch! Do you have no heart? Do you have, you have no, no soul? soul. <laughs> Damn him to hell, bro!" After their, un- someone, after their unsanctioned somebody match, somebody made that into a TikTok. I can't remember where I what it, who made it, but I remember seeing a TikTok about that shit, and I was just like. Damn, bro. That's JR hate. That's why I said it a couple weeks ago. That was that was Triple H's greatest rival. It was JR. He hated Triple H's soul, his guts. And then um Triple H breathed and, and JR was on his ass. <laughs> yeah, they had a match in Madison Square Garden. Believe yeah, it or not. They did. Yeah, I was about to say, they had <laughs> believe it or not, they sold out Madison Square Garden. Had people standing up cheering for JR. <laughs> And people say, and people say Triple H wasn't good. What? Like, what the fuck? This man sold out an arena with an announcer. What are you talking about? Your favorite today could never. Uh -uh. Nobody, nobody. Madison Square Garden, no less. For real. I think my my favorite moment is when Steve Austin, the only reason God is Steve Austin, and Vince McMahon would understand. He turned heel at WrestleMania that night, and boy, Jim Ross was hurt. He was so hurt. He's like, I can't believe this. Damn it to hell. He's Son like, of a hell. bitch. What the That's hell? Himself. Bitch, Austin. <laughs> Steve Austin is drinking a damn beer with Satan himself. I can't believe this. I thought I knew Austin. I'm like, he's sold to the devil. <laughs> I mean, I get the perspective what they were trying to do. Like, you know, trying to do something different with Austin. Maybe they thought he was getting a little bit stale. And granted, when <laughs> he I don't know how they still had that. still heel austin still he had funny ass moments i don't i didn't feel that way because i was thinking like man he had just been gone for almost a year with that neck injury so it's like fans missed him while he was gone i was like and you want to turn him heel mm. i mean it kind of it because i mean now now you know him teaming with vince was like you know kind of a little bit Absolutely. further, but him turning heel, yeah. I guess, kind of made sense in the context of the story because the story leading up to 17 was he was going to do anything to win the WWF title. Like, that's what it was. He's like, I'm going to do. I hear you, but in the context of what was going on at that time. It made like absolutely no sense. Like he didn't give a because shit that his wife I, got hit, which is yeah, that's, I, just, I, that's I, just that's just poor timing. But I hear you. <laughs> but in a in a context of that time, like mm. it, it it made no sense at all. It's like the Rock's getting ready to go to Hollywood, mm-hmm. so you just lost your top face of feud with. Yeah, Benoit and Jericho are over, but they weren't the Rock over. So you just lost like your top face to go against. Hey, um, Vince could have he could have turned Triple H babyface. I was that would have been, been interesting, I, man. You know what I think happened? Rick think Dave? about it. Two thousand. Like think, look at think of two thousand one. Jr. Trying <laughs> to wrap his head around Triple H being a babyface. He would have been like, I didn't. Th- I didn't think it was a good. I didn't think it was gonna last long when he turned face a year later. No, I was like this. This but it, it just wouldn't have been funny trying to have Jr. Now, obviously, he wouldn't automatically turn around, but him, he'd be like how Corey Graves is with Sasha Banks, yeah, where he's just waiting for for like Sasha to turn on whoever he's partners, whoever she's partnered with. He's like, I don't, well, I don't trust that son of a bitch Helmsley. He's up to something. And meanwhile, Triple H just being a baby face. <laughs> Jr. still dogging him, like right. 
I mean, I'm glad Steve looks back at that time now and thinks like that's the worst decision he could have made. I was like, yeah, I think we all thought that at the time. But I'm he like, still had. It also didn't help that he still had funny ass moments as a heel. <laughs> like that. Yeah, that's what made it even more stupid. I'm like, okay, <laughs> that shit like, with Kurt Angle. It, it didn't even make him a heel at that point. Yeah, the weird ass hugs with Vince. Kind of did like a, a quasi like, yeah, I could kind of be a heel, but nah, mm-hmm. I'm technically still a baby face. I just did anything for the title. Then they had to throw yeah. him in with the alliance because the alliance were fucking cucks in the entire <laughs> in the entire damn invasion storyline. That pissed me off so much because I was like, oh yeah, he was a, a WCW guy. That's cool. But then he was a ECW. That guy, made no sense like, either. Like, they like, fired you. They fired was, you via FedEx. They could even right. call you on the phone and tell you they fired you. They right. fired you over the phone. They they sent you a thing in FedEx. <laughs> like, you did the bro. you did you did the the whole gimmick, the whole Hogan gimmick, ripped on that man and Eric Bischoff in yes. ECW. It's it's horrible. Like 2001, I don't know what was wrong with Steve that year, but he made like a lot of bad choices. And Vince let him. I'm like, bro, why that not man. just keep, why not just keep him face and have him lead the WWF to beat the Alliance, or just don't do the stupid ass evasion storyline from the get go. <laughs> Rika, you know what I think happened? Basically, you know, WCW was running out of business at that time, so you've got. You got a decision. Basically, he's Hogan at Bash of the Beach '96. It's either like a yeah, but that ended up getting, working for Hogan feel, in the long run. But yeah, I'm because saying, people like, did because Hogan was like legit getting stale at that time. Yeah, but I mean, like Steve felt like he was stale. So I mean, like once you feel that way, then it's it's no How, fun. So if I could ask Steve Austin any question, if I met him personally, I would ask him. I'd be like. Bro, how did you feel like you were going stale in 2001, even though you missed like a good chunk of 2000? It's like, I, I right. don't, I don't get it. I would think you being gone that long you, would refresh your character. Right. And you then, were the hottest thing on the planet. And then when you then, come back for WrestleMania, you're supposed to win clean, but then you, you do some, sh- it's, you know, it's shitty turn where it's just like, oh, you had a three year. Oh feud with this man now you're shaking his hand and now you're basically his lapdog like what and you're well, being it wasn't even that he was his lapdog really he was just fucking remember in the invasion storyline that the what they say the reason that he turned was because he was jealous that vince was putting more time into kurt angle and i'm like what i'm like <laughs> you're stoked like you no, joined the alliance in, because you were jealous of Kurt Angle. <laughs> nothing, nothing in 2001 made sense. Uh-uh. Anything <laughs> after like WrestleMania 17, nothing made sense. No, no, yeah. I was fucking maybe, weird. Maybe just after like, Judgment Day. Maybe after Judgment Day. Then I mean, nothing made sense after that. Look, every time I saw oh, the alliance match, the the verse, I'm like, look. I'm like, look, just put RVD and Jeff Hardy in a match together and then put Edge and Christian in there. I don't care about everything else. <laughs> like, that's all you need to do. Because <laughs> like, the Jeff just, RVD that, match is slapped. So I'm just like, I just, just think, do that. I just think back to that time. I'm like, man, 2000 was such a fun year. Like, it was their highest, it was their best year created. Minus WrestleMania. I was going to say, Not I remember when they came down to Fort Hood that year, too. Mm-hmm. In 2001. Boy, that was a hype year. Yeah, like I, and then you go to 2001 and you're like, what the fuck happened? Like, how did y'all go from 
this to this. Then like, 2002 kind of started when they did the brand split. It kind of started even out. Well, SmackDown got way better. Raw was doing weird shit. Still, yeah. still pretty mediocre. Raw was doing Raw, freak, freaky shit. Raw, Raw to me is like what AEW is. Like, because I remember um, there there were a couple weeks. I, I always shit on 2002 Raw, but trying to think back to it, there was a couple episodes that slapped. Like the first time they did Raw Roulette, that was a good episode. Um, that Taker Jeff Hardy show that one was pretty good. Um, hmm. That's really about it. Yeah, because everything else was like stuff with Ric Flair being co-owner or you know partial yeah. owner of the WWE. Which yeah, was, it was like fucking Shane and or- Shane and Stephanie sold their shares to him. Yeah, yeah. I was watching. I had a craving to watch some of those Raw for some reason. Meanwhile, on SmackDown, Paul Heyman was like, how about we just find six guys who can wrestle and then just put them into different combinations of matches every week? Yeah. And they're like, okay. Like, um, I remember I wasn't watching. Also, Stephanie's growing. Stephanie's older. She's Stephanie's in her 20s now. Uh, let's show that ass a little bit. <laughs> like, okay. Let's do oh, that. He really, when, when they, oh my goodness, I remember that 2003 year. Just completely and totally. That was like the whole reason why I was watching SmackDown. I was watching it religiously. I was like, I'm finna see Stephanie. Finna see Stephanie. She <laughs> popping. She yeah. popping. I'm like, damn. She she was glowing in her engagement here. Oh yeah. Them things she was them things, things were thanging. Respectfully. Yeah. Yeah. Respectfully. I, I respectfully. I respectfully. I think I've told I think I've told her. I think I've told this story a couple times on the podcast. I'm not sure. But it's a it's a funny story no matter when and where I tell it. Um I remember not watching Raw that much that year. And then there was one episode in particular. I just got curious one Monday night. I'm like, shit, I ain't watched Raw in a minute. Let me see what's going on. So I flipped the channel and I see Triple H in a funeral parlor. Oh God. And a cane mask and a cane t-shirt. And I'm like, what is he doing? And then he proceeds to do whatever he was doing to the mannequin. I'm like, now, of all the nights I could have watched Raw, I had to tune in to see that shit. My 11-year-old mind was, was, was dirty. I, I, I'd never seen such a thing. I mean, I had seen Mr. McMahon have Trish Stratus <laughs> crawl around the ring and bark like a dog. I'd seen Bubba Ray Dudley Slam women of all ages through tables except children. Um, but the Katie Vick shit took the cake. I was like, okay, I, I'll I'll tune in on Thursday night to see what SmackDown. <laughs> but the story behind that, because I heard Bruce Pritchard tell it when they were filming <laughs> that, right? One, they were at a legit <laughs> funeral parlor, and two, apparently they filmed two different versions of it. What? There was the one. There was the one that they did that showed on TV, right? And then there was one that was like much more like comedic or whatever, like not to be taken seriously. And mm. that um the one the comedic one is the one that Bruce and Triple H wanted to do, like wanted to show on TV because they knew the first one was trash. So they did the first one, right? And they were going to film the second one, but Vince was like, all right, we got to go. And Bruce and Triple H were like, what the fuck? 
<laughs> like Vince, you said we'd be able to do it. Like, oh, we don't have time. So that's how we got what we got. But yeah, there was originally supposed to be two different versions filmed. And then Bruce and Triple H's plan was that they were going to do the comedic one and air that one. But I'm like, some shit. <laughs> I bet Bruce be sitting there telling them writers like, look, y'all think y'all seen some shit? I seen some shit. Bruh, some of the best stories Cornette tells are ones when he used to ride with Vince. Him, JR, and Bruce, those be the funniest stories in them ride with Vince because Vince, Vince was a fucking wild boy. Vince looks like the type of billionaire I, who drives fast for no reason. He do. I think, I think there was a story that I think it was Jim Ross that told that he was telling on podcast from way back in the day. And he was talking about Vince with fucking speed. Like yeah. Vince got a speeding problem. Vince one day got speeding tickets. <laughs> right. One day he was riding with Vince. And I want to say it was just those two. And for some reason, I think it was early in the morning and they had to go. I think it was from shit, somewhere. I think probably from Connecticut to somewhere. <laughs> that man was going 90 and then it was backed up. Man jumped in the the you know the empty lane because it was I guess there was some construction. That man drove right through it, just drove in it. No big deal. I said, "Damn, money make you act like that." <laughs> Vinny, Vince, one of them fuckers. I, I think like, the law don't apply to him. I was like, "Yeah, no." Nah. Like that man just crazy like that. Why is nobody in the other lane? What the fuck is going on? Right, construction or not, I'm going. This is a type of person who, if you driving with him, you're like, "Hey, Vince, you know it's at 65." That's just a suggestion. I'm pretty much. In. That's just a suggestion. <laughs> he every That's, Texas driver. Did I ever tell y'all that time I uh, gave Masha Slamovich a ride to the show? I think I feel so. like you mentioned it. I think you did well, last I week. I but. can't remember. I, I don't know. I probably did, but I was here in Houston driving around, and she was like, "You know, in New Jersey, you know, everybody just kind of obeys the speed limit, you know, but here." It seems like people are just doing their own thing. This guy over here is speedy. This person over here is on the Sunday stroll. Mm-hmm. And then you just got these guys over here. They're like fast and furious. Like in the South, it seems like speed limits are like suggestions to y'all. I was like, yeah, you hit the nail on the head. I, mm-hmm. I'm not going to say the lion. It's it's pretty accurate. I think she's supposed to face Miyu Yamashita at some point. Or she wants to. I'd watch she that. Beat the, she beat the shit out of Brian Keith. She did. Damn. Well, they beat the shit out of each other, but mm-hmm. she slapped it so hard. Nigga, I swear she slapped every sin, every foul thought, any lustful thing that ever came to his mind. She slapped all that shit out of his mind. Oh, that man's life flashed before his eyes. Uh, <laughs> like she, she slapped him. She slapped him as if she said before she made contact, like, the fuck a Green Points Texas is anyway, bitch. Damn. <laughs> She summoned her, uh, Masha's, this out to her. Masha's white, right? Yeah, like, bro, I, I watched that match back. <laughs> she summoned her ancestors for that slap. <laughs> I, watched, I watched that match back with my mom, right? And then I watched it back, and I'm like, man, you had to be there for that slap. I was in the back talking to Max, and me and him were like, mid-conversation. All I heard was, whoosh. I'm like, yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> We saw when was when did Walter show up to the show? What the fuck? <laughs> like, <laughs> is Bianca here? Did she use her hair? Walter here? Bianca here? Like, crazy. Guta. Well, we watch 
way off topic. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, we snowballed um, so far. Circling back to this ladder match, like I said, it was good. Um, Grayson Waller went viral, fucking killed himself. Tried to do an elbow drop on, was it Escobar? Yeah. On the ladder? It was yeah. on, he tried to do an elbow yeah. drop on, I think it was Escobar, it was on the ladder. He tried to do an elbow drop from like the ladder through another ladder and Escobar moved and Grayson fucked his arm up <laughs> crashing. Escobar moved before he jumped and then he jumped and I was like, damn. All right, Grayson. Isn't <laughs> 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 that about to go through it? Dumbass boy. I saw right. that. I don't know if I shared so it on the group chat. I don't know if I shared it on the group chat, but he was at Wally Mania. A few NXT guys were at Wally Mania. And um, Grayson Waller was there. Cameron Grimes had said something. And Grayson Waller gets on the mic. And I think you said something like, I know y'all fans of like Grimes, but I'm beat the fuck out of that hillbilly at stand and deliver. And then it cuts over to <laughs> it cuts over to Grimes and he's like, Whose man's is this? And everybody started booing Grayson Waller. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm gonna lie, NXT 2.0 may have a lot of weird things going on, but Grayson Waller is consistently getting booed as a heel. So he's doing his job. He's doing something right. Uh Tony D'Angelo versus Champa was next. This match was Okay. Champa carry a lot of it. He came out. Tony D'Angelo came out with this dude, AJ Galante, AJ Galante, who is in uh um uh someone related to the families, probably. Yeah, he no, he legit got family ties. Um story focus on now it's I clicked his name and it went to a documentary series, Untold Crimes and Penalties on Netflix. Uh the story focuses on the now defunct United Hockey League. Uh, the Danbury Thrashers, which was bought by James Galante, a mafia-connected trash oh, kingpin, an associate of the Geniverse, of the Genovese that. crime family, who gifted the team to his 17-year-old son, AJ, making him the president and general manager of the team. Yeah, he got legit family ties. Oh, yeah. No, I know about that. They uh, they eventually hired a former NHL player, and they won They won their semi-pro, what's it called, or whatever. It was like a yeah, it was a feel good story basically, but then you know everything got exposed that they was basically a front, and then you know, yeah. So somehow they found this dude and linked him up with Tony D'Angelo. <laughs> so they they really go. I did going, not know that was him. They going all in with this mafia gimmick. Yeah, no, he's for Tony, bro. He even got yeah. crowned the king. He even got crowned the Don of NXT on Tuesday yeah. in a segment that Vance are chanting boring. Which I'm even gonna lie that that segment was kind of boring. I was I was hoping somebody would come out and interrupt. Nobody interrupted. So I'm like, that's something y'all could have did backstage. Like, that's something y'all could have filmed. Uh, the triple threat tag match was after that. MSK versus Imperium versus the Creeds. This match was very good. Um, MSK won, but oof. RFT to MSK. Boy, I guess. Tag okay, since I guess since we're here now. We could talk about this real quick. This Kimberly Nash Carter situation. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Because I because I follow Kimberly on Twitter. Something I probably should have stopped doing a while ago. She she's had some wild tweets even before this. But anyway, it was I, I don't know, like maybe like maybe the day of takeover might have been the day before. She was tweeting a bunch of stuff about how Nash was an abuser and this, that, and the other, and you know, like physically and emotionally abusive and all that kind of stuff. 
And they started tweeting that she needed to come, he needed to come home or whatever, because some people were contradicting what she was saying. Then after MSK won, she congratulated him on winning the title. But then not too long after went right back to the abuser stuff. So I was like, what the fuck is happening? Because then you had like Wesley's wife come out and be like, nah, she talking crazy. Nash has been living with us since like January. He's been trying to get a divorce from her, this, that, and the other. Then you had someone else who brought up like text. I'm like, I don't know what. Again, I keep saying it. I don't know what the hell is going on. All I know is that she randomly posts. She posted a picture of like the aftermath of him allegedly beating her, which some people were picking apart and being like, you could have got that from a wrestling match. <laughs> like you could have got that from a match. You probably you might not do anything. And then there was the. Then there was the picture of him with the Hitler stash doing this, doing the salute. The Zeke salute. Yeah. Which a lot of people were saying that was probably what got him fired. Because WWE did release him, apparently. So, which is weird because, not well, not weird, but which is, you know, crazy because Tuesday they had set up that he and, uh, Lee, we're going to defend the tag titles against Grayson Waller and Sanga, but clearly that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. I would say if it is true and, you know, these allegations are, you know, serious or yes, if they're true, it is deliberate timing, you know, like yeah. you, like you, like you, you going for blood at that point, you know? Yeah. Like so, I said, I've said it before. I've said it on Twitter. I said on Facebook, I'm like, look, if he really truly guilty, like without a shadow of a doubt, get him the fuck up out of here. But if that man innocent, I, karma got to come back around some kind of way. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, shoot, you didn't just fuck if he's innocent. I don't know. Like, you didn't just fuck his bag up. You've potentially fucked Wesley's bag up as well. Mm-hmm. Is he in a tag team? What the fuck are they going to do with him? I mean, they can make him a singles, but Jesus Christ, that's such an abrupt yeah, way to make a singles he- guy. Yeah, that's that's if he wants to be a single, you know, like maybe he's not wanting to be a singles guy or, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I remember Rike saying a while ago that the one with singles potential out of those two was Wesley, but there's a way you do that. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, you break up the team some kind of way, maybe turn one of them heels something, but damn. Loser leaves town. Yeah. Loser leaves something like that. Not just, oh, yeah, your partner got fired. So, hey, you're a singles guy now. Like, shit. Yeah. You ain't even got time to plan anything when that happens. Right. So, now you got to go. You got to go to plan Z now. Yeah. It was like, I, whatever happened, I do believe that. One thing I do believe, and I think I've started to believe this over recent years, if you got some shit handling, like, handle that shit in private. Don't make that social media's problem. Because you're going to have a whole bunch of people on both sides who don't know what the fuck they're talking about adding their two cents in. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if it's that serious, don't put social media in the middle of that. Get the fucking police involved or something. And she out here tagging NXT, tagging WWE, making them, putting them in weird positions. Like, I don't very know. Mm-hmm. And if it gets enough, ret- like, you can't ignore something if it, you know, if it starts to yeah. get out there. WWE apparently yeah. already getting heat for hiring Gable Stevenson. Oh, so that, I, yeah, I see. I that. didn't even, I didn't even know. About I didn't even know about that because I don't keep up with amateur wrestling like I should. 
Yeah. I didn't even know about that. I don't keep up with a lot of world event shit. So I didn't even know he had a whole fucking rape case about him and really only got off on a technicality. And then after the fact, they changed the law because of, I'm like, what? Because of him. <laughs> yeah. They changed the law. And I was like, whoa, I didn't know that. Yeah. Ricky, do you know about that case? I found that out. What? Last night? Yeah. I found yeah, it out like two days day. ago. So I was like, hold on. I didn't know that. Which there's a lot of like the the american justice system is <laughs> very flawed <laughs> it's, it's a fucking joke a lot of the yeah. time so uh just look at everything that happened in the past two years but especially with black people but uh it's it's wild and i can see wb stance on it's like well they hired gable stevenson blah, blah blah and i'm like yeah but what happened is really sucks but at the same time you can't say anything because he got off. It was a technicality, but he got off. What's WWE going to do at that point? Tell them they, yeah. don't th- they can't throw him in jail. It's like the OJ shit. Do I firmly believe that OJ committed that crime? Yes, I do. Of course. But he, but he got off. So in the eyes of the court, that man innocent or not guilty, rather. Not innocent, yeah. just not guilty. <laughs> like They found him guilty in civic uh, court, though, I think. So... Which, you know, it's a completely different thing. Like, basically, he got sued for money. Yeah, so I'm, it's a bunch of crazy shit that you had a bunch of people bringing up stuff, too. Like, well, they protected Steve Austin, and he was beating his wife. And I'm like, eh, yeah. 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 But that was your cash cow, and, you know. Then there was, was then there was Jimmy, or- then there was Jimmy Snooker. And I don't know, just a lot of lot of weird shit. I saw a weird ass take okay. on that front though. Somebody said Benoit deserved to be in the Hall of Fame, and what happened wasn't really his fault, and that was on the WWE for putting him in that position. And I'm like, that's an opinion. <laughs> I'm like, that's that's an opinion to have. That that's a fool's that's a fool's opinion. I mean, hey, and they were like, well, well, he didn't. He went out there and did what they told him to. I'm like, I feel like he probably could have vetoed like some of them chair shots to the head. I'm like, no one told Benoit. I'm like, no one told Benoit to do diving headbutts. He was always doing diving headbutts. First off, every every match he had, he basically did a diving headbutt at least once. I'm like, let's not like all. Let's not add like a bunch of his stuff came in WWE. Um, I'm pretty sure he was doing wild shit in ECW, ECW, and there was some crazy shit he was doing in Japan. Now he wasn't doing no death matches, but you know, I'm like, so let's not yeah. add, like it was. Thing, all... he, broke his, he broke his neck in Japan. Yeah, I'm like, like let's off not. The rip, he broke his neck in Japan. Let's not say WWE came out and was like, oh, it's WWE's fault. Like, nah. Somebody also said that one time about Jeff Hardy, like when Jeff left, they were like. Oh, it's WWE's fault uh, about Jeff's addiction and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember those takes. I was like, no, that is not WWE's fault for Jeff just made Jeff's a grown ass man and he made choices. Mm-hmm. Um, Hey, Robert's back. So you so we might get Rike more engaged now. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to bring we're going to bring Rike to life. Well, we did when we were talking about Austin's heel turn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's a few things in wrestling that I still to this day kind of rant about because, like, Lord, thinking Austin's heel turn is one of them. What about uh, his music change? 
How'd you feel about that? What during this heel run? Yep. The disturbed thing? Yep. I didn't I, I didn't mind I didn't mind the disturbed thing, but um I just prefer the original, but that's just me. I um I didn't mind the one that sounded like the Panther Pantera Cowboys from Hell theme. I didn't mind that one. I like that one. Yeah, that one's kinda underrated. I mean it sounds like a theme song that would open up a wrestling game. I was just thinking I've been thinking about this for days. I was like I mean I mean I know I mean, because you talked about it enough, Rike. You're in Max's like gimmick. I'm like, money, power, respect would probably be a good thing for y'all. But by the locks. I didn't think about that. Um, the only other thing we've ever used was We Major by Kanye. Because mm-hmm. that's one of the things I told him. I was like, well, are we going to use a Kanye song? Can we use anything from those first five albums? He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> for sure, for sure. I mean, um, that's, that's, that's I was gonna say, if y'all, I mean, I am. No, I'd, I'd say I am a god. Is a, would be a good heel thing. Now, when he starts screaming and shit, <laughs> <laughs> all that crazy shit, <laughs> motherfucker, sound like a darn, sound like some shit out of Jurassic Park. Oh my god! Now you got me thinking about it. I'm, I'm trying to think. What, what on Jesus would make good wrestling themes? <laughs> Nothing really. Um, Enrique, have y'all ever considered but, using DJ Kelly? Black skinhead would be yeah. good. All I do is win. Uh, I got so tired. No, of just all I do simple, is win. No, just on the simple fact that um, just on the simple fact that two not two chains, but T Pain came out years later and says, "Well, y'all been singing the lyrics wrong." I was like, T Pain been doing that a lot lately. I'm like, maybe T Pain, you just couldn't talk properly. <laughs> How about that? Right. Exactly. Thick ass Florida accent for real. Like when like buy you a drink. I thought he was saying ooh wee for the longest. <laughs> um I'm trying to think themes that we've talked about though. Uh like I said, hate me now. Um there's a Joel Santana song that he wrote. I'm not gonna say it on here because I don't want any other fuck face to try to use it. But damn. Uh, <laughs> in Texas. I was about to say I would guess, but I don't want to guess correctly and then fuck the whole thing up. So I think I was kind of envious of um, T Ray though, because he came out to uh, DMX. He comes out to DMX's "Ain't No Sunshine." I was like, ah, you motherfucker! But um, let me see, what's another one? I think a couple other black, black skinhead would be a decent wrestling theme. I think you got to be black though. Got to be black. Now with him, him screaming and shit. I'm black skinhead. Be ah! screaming. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, wakes, it wakes you like, up. It wakes you up. I remember the first time I heard that. I was like, "What the hell?" Like I jumped a little bit because I wasn't expecting it. Guilt trip, maybe, maybe the instrumental for guilt trip, not with lyrics. Yeah, I like the beat for guilt trip <laughs> because you can't like, just like because you come out all of a sudden. She say she in the Leos. I say I'm in the trios. Wait, hold on. <laughs> like, what's going on? Robert, you sound like you're talking through a garbage disposal. What is that? I don't know. What was that? His mic is messed what up. Was that? Or what something. The... You sound like a Star Wars character just now. Jesus Christ. Sounds like a damn Transformer. <laughs> what the hell? He sounds like. He sounds like Carnage. 
Sounds like Carter. Oh God. He he reminded me of uh fuck. I can't remember the name of the fucking guy from Power Rangers. But the fucking Lord Zed. Yeah, <laughs> I know, like, Robert, for some reason I just pictured that. If I know Robert, okay. is this better? Yeah, yes. way better. Yes. Okay, dude, I gotta fix those fucking headphones. I was gonna ask, well, since we're all wrestling theme songs, uh, J. Cole Fire Squad. I always thought that would have been a good wrestling theme. Yeah, I like Fire Squad. Not gonna work. Not my favorite J. Cole song, but. I feel like if a Granted, for, for like J. Cole, if you pick a J. Cole theme, you pretty much can't pick anything off of For Your Eyes Only. Maybe uh, what was, what was the one song? Immortal. Maybe Immortal. I was always going to think if I, a heel wrestler coming out the fire squad, I think that would be pretty dope. I mean, you could use but Family I, Ties by Baby Keem, but that would have to be a faction theme or a tag team. I like, um, should I had a faction theme in mind? I know whenever I come out and do promos by myself, I'm using You Don't Know by Jay. I, mm-hmm. I like themes that kind of like, I like songs that build. I'm going to use a theme song. It's got to have like a build to it. Like right above it just hits perfectly. I just like crescendo build or kind of like... Yeah. Yeah, like right above it. If you listen to it from beginning to end, it like gradually gets. And Ooh, okay. So what's a song like that? That's interesting. I gotta think. I mean, the song kind of came because the gimmick is kind of is loosely based on ballers, and that's a theme song for ballers. So I was like, man, that kind of works as a theme because nobody uses it. Like it's a, it's a good song, but it's one of Wayne's most slept-on songs at the same time. Oh, Weezy, so, Weezy has some good songs. I just wish um Lord I knows could, by Drake would be a fire ass. My only wish for right above it is I just wish I could um set up the entrance the way I want to, but on the indies are kind of limited because production values, but like I I have this dope ass entrance and I just can't execute it. Probably whenever we do stuff at Booker's place, when the idea about him. I'd be weird. I'd use like fucking Marvin's room from Drake. It's interesting. <laughs> I would use back to back. I would use back to back by Drake if I was dressing theme. Y'all are y'all are tripping. Exactly what I do. Y'all are tripping. Y'all are with the times, and I would come out to get jiggy with it. Get jiggy with it, really? And I'd just be like, no, 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 just coming down. Would you be cheesy if you came out the Nelly? No, depends on the Nelly song. Must be the ah. that one, maybe. I, you know what? Oh, hold on, time out. That is every white person's favorite Nelly song for real. No, oh, you yeah, know, what? I'd, I'd piss people off, bro. I'd be the worst wrestler <laughs> ever. I'd come out to, um, I'd come out to Frank Ocean's Pyramids. Oh, come on, but I wouldn't come out until the beat switch up, which is like halfway through the song. I, <laughs> like, I don't. Does Frank out. Ocean have an entrance theme song? I don't think Frank Ocean. No, Frank Ocean I, ain't I got no bangers. Like Frank Ocean ain't got no bangers. I'm saying, like, hold on, hold on. Novocaine don't bang. Novocaine fucking. Would you come? Would you come out to Novocaine though? Hell yeah! Can you imagine <laughs> a female? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just she wanted to be the, a dentist really bad. Like see, we about to have a podcast. Hated women. Women don't love Frank Ocean. I don't give a fuck about what the dudes. But the women, yeah. they go nuts when that beat drop. Like, I love Frank Ocean, but... <laughs> <laughs> I just see someone with street cred. Oh, they're going to come for our throats. 
Speaking of Frank Ocean, real quick, have y'all ever heard Raph by ASAP Mob? No, I don't believe so. I find it funny that ASAP Rocky, Playboy Cardi, Quavo, and Lil Uzi Vert are all on this song, and Frank Ocean now raps all of them. I'm like, how the fuck does that happen? All y'all niggas are rappers. But anyway, circumstance is just a good beat that he liked, and he just went. I mean, Travis Scott got a bunch of songs you could use as an interest theme, like. Travis Scott, yeah. Like obviously sicko mode. That's the biggest one you could use, but too obvious. Antidote. Yeah, antidote. antidote. You use antidote. Um, you could probably use Maria I'm drunk if you're feeling crazy. <laughs> uh stargazing. You yeah, come use. out to big L. Come out to big L. You come out to Sanaz. Come out to no bystanders. Nigga, I'm oh, coming out guys. to the East Coast. Nigga, I'm coming out to Fantasy by Mariah Carey. Fuck that. <laughs> no, I'm gonna lie. I've been listening to that song for the past five days. That song slaps. Um, when you walk by every night, talking to me and looking fly, I get kind of hectic inside. Oh, you butchering it. Stop it. I think, I think, Rush Hour, every time I hear that song. Think of Rush Hour. Yeah. I even, even before Rush Hour. Yeah. Even before not gonna lie, piss on your grave would be a pretty dope entrance theme. No, I would come out to your face, your bitch. She was on some other shit. Twenty one Savage would actually be pretty some hardcore shit if someone came out there. Just use all savage mode. Nah, Glock in my lap. No, nah. Okay, I just need someone with a street cred to confirm. Take your clothes off. Take your phone off. I'm a savage, but I fuck it to a slow song. Turn the lights down. You just like, you know, just dance I was like, bro, you're on the way to the ring. I'm a slide yeah. any way you want. <laughs> bro, all the girlfriends getting kisses then. I mean, for, just you could use running Glock in my lap. You could use rich nigga shit. <laughs> rich nigga Glock. shit. Uh, Ooh, snitches and rats. I just hearing these entrances, and that's why I'm laughing. I'm just picturing it in my head. But if you use snitches, if you like use snitches and rats, right, you have to use the interlude as well as the actual song because the interlude is just Morgan Freeman talking for 57 seconds. I'm a savage, but we have to song. No, that's that would be my, that would be my entrance. It's it's him Hold doing on. that. I mean, live if fast, die, live fast, die young would be um pretty good, interesting. Bro, if I made a Tinder account, that's gonna be my bio. I'm a savage, but I fuck her to a slow song. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, Knife Talk is obviously another one. They're probably the only song off CLB worth using for an interesting. Knife Talk, yeah. How the hell you get out-rapped? How the hell you get wrapped? I can't. How the hell do you get out-rapped on your own album? It's... I mean, I'm not saying... I'm just saying, let's not... It's not good, but... Exactly, I mean... God damn, how many people wrote on this shit? Okay, Knife Talk was written by Juicy J, Project Pat, ASAP Rocky, and Metro Boomin. I'm like, God damn. Why, why did all the people wrote that? All the people wrote that shit, Drake, and your verse was still that mid. Ski mask. Writing a song. That's just like too many people. Look, these days, no one gives a shit who wrote the song too much, except for yeah. heads. As long as the flow is nice nobody, and the beat's nobody bumping, looks at nobody it. really cares yeah. too much. As long as you can bang it in the, in the car, nobody really cares. Gang like, shit, that's all I know. Gang shit, that's all I know. Did that? That's how you vote it up. See, it hypes it up. And 50 Cent, My Hood is a classic song you could use for an interest theme. In, in the club? In the club? 
No, in a club is too cliche. Hell no. Uh, ski mask way is another one you can do. <laughs> yeah, that is too cliche. Get behind the fast yeah. way. Ski mask way. Make money. A, Make big money, big money, money. Is, is Big Pimpin? I like Big Pimpin. Big Pimpin. Big Pimpin will be funny. Big Pimpin will be funny. You have to come out with I swear a wrestler that. came out the Big Pimpin, though. There has to be. You got to sure there's plenty on the end. You know what I'm saying? If you ain't coming out with fur coat, you can't play Big Pimpin. Little bitch can get it done to me. He started rapping better once he got. You gotta it. get like a really hot, popular song like that just came out as your entrance. I mean, That's you could use. I mean, you could use Billie Eilish. You see me in a. You see me in a crown for a female. I just can't. Yeah, that's what Rachel Rose uses. Oh, awesome! <laughs> Billie uh, is. Did she was the one that made the bad guy song? The, yeah, yeah, that's also a, yeah. that's also a decent song you could use. That's such a weird song, but it's. I would so use cool. a 007. It's like a weird cool. song. Bro, yeah. that beat break in the middle when the beat changes. I'd use Die for You for the weekend. That's a dope no, song. I wouldn't use it. I'm gonna make a baby to that song one day. You make babies to the weekend. You don't go out to wrestling themes. Don't tell song, me what right? I do to the weekend. Shut up, okay, Robert. You I'm sorry. Robert, 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 shut up. You have no soul. You wouldn't damn. know anything about God damn. What, I didn't know I was a ginger. What the fuck? Now, call me if you get lost. Got some bangers you could use as interesting. Corso, Lemonhead. Uh, you could use Lumberjack. You could use Hot Wind Blows. Uh, Robert's, hey, Robert's interesting. Hey, Robert's interesting would be shot through the heart and gone to blame. You're really close. It has to be an 80s banger. That's what I was thinking. Oh so, like an 80s oh theme, I was thinking I would use as an entrance would be uh, uh, what's that one by Quiet Riot? Bang Your Head. I would definitely use that as an entrance theme. Uh, Y'all are tripping. And Y'all are tripping. Why, are tri- why are we sitting here tripping like Griselda don't make wrestling themes on the regular, like West Side Gun in them? They make I thought Ruckus. Better. I thought Ruckus made wrestling themes too. Bro. Right? While they make themes. Bro, well, hey, yeah, while well, they did biggies. If I was still working, I'd come out to the big payback by James Brown. <laughs> uh, no, definitely. Like, if I was a. Found to make love to my girlfriend. That ain't right. <laughs> no, if I was a baby face, definitely like an 80s banger, but then heel. I always oh thought Fire Squad. Uh, Robert, I'm looking at you right now, and that's it. Like, just imagine, drop the lights. Everything goes completely dark. Would I really wear that fit though of coming out right now? Yes. Like no. nigga, Robert, Robert, you would get over, bro. Like just drop the oh. lights and everybody's like, shut through the heart and you're too blind. It's all on the list. Thinking. That would be on the list. I mean, come yeah, on now. Crap. It's, it's my hands made like for this. it. Like freaking like Wait, West Side Gun. Right? The 80s concerts. Robert, if you yeah, come out with what? like if you come out with like one of them Jake Paul type jackets with the lights and shit that's on it with your name flag. Okay, have you guys talked about WrestleMania yet? <laughs> Not yet. We're you still doing takeover. Yeah, yeah. Just got way off base. Just, we're still talking takeover. I know. I'm sorry. 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 Side note on that. This real fast. I know I'm not. Jake Paul's outfit at WrestleMania was pretty dope. Let's everybody. Just everybody knows that water is wet. That was pretty some. Yeah. That was, yeah. That was a fire ass shit. Shout out to WWE for getting a good Paul brother. Oh, I mean, he, yeah. he's the he's the more he's the more, well. I mean, they're both he's more athletic. They're both, they're both garbage, but he is the least garbage. Ooh, of the two yeah. became a better person, supposedly. Dang, what's that gun? Thirty nine. No, no, no. when, when he filmed that 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 the the forest oh, in Japan yeah. that he wasn't uh, hey, he was supposed to be man. at. 
Yeah, yeah. no. Then he, like, then he apologized, and apparently he hasn't done crazy yeah. shit like that since. So, yeah. Nah, they they broke into a. Uh, they was looting. They no, that was Jake. Looting. That was Jake. Ooh, oh, yeah, yeah, that wasn't Logan. That was yeah. Jake. Did yeah, but Jake was a natural hill on the pre-show, so you know I think he has some talent too as a yeah, manager. Nobody mm-hmm. likes Jake. Also, he yeah, beat everybody in boxing. So money, money, like, money. You fight boxers. I'm like, why? Fuck that. <laughs> let that man keep getting his bag. Don't let him fight no boxers, boxers yet. Oh no, I'm still mad at Tyron Woodley for catching that L. Man, yeah, listen, when, he was past his prime anyway. When he was slumped on a mat like that, Marcel knows what this look means when you look at black people <laughs> when they fuck up something. I look dead at the TV like this. <laughs> no reaction. <laughs> this, this motherfucker really came out here on live goddamn pay per view and got. I was like, that is I was like, bro, I was like, man, I'm embarrassed for you. I'd be mad as hell at myself if I talked all that shit, saying, yeah. You're going to hit by culture. You're going to get hit by a lot of culture. And you're going to go to sleep. You Nigga, you was the one that went to sleep. sleep. <laughs> you took a nap, my guy. You took a nap. You was face down like they put Febreze on a damn campus. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let, let's, since Robert's here, let's circle back around and finish this so we can talk about mania. No, we're going to go back to what we were talking about earlier about <laughs> how Cameron Grimes won his first championship in the NXT. All right, can I, can I just say something about that since we are on NXT? But no. Cameron doesn't mention that he won the title. Nope. But on LA Knight's resume, it says former million dollar champion. Isn't that Where'd weird? That? No. Where'd you see that at, Robert? Uh, the tail of the tape between him and uh, Gunther. Because they needed something to have up against Gunther, who had the longest reign <laughs> with the UK title. So I was like, oh, fuck. Well, uh, I'm glad million dollar, the million dollar title, unlike Cameron Grimes, even though I'm glad he won. It's still listed as his first championship at WWE because Bullshit. you know second the North two times. You know, you know the North American title has credibility. You know Adam Cole held <laughs> Ricochet <laughs> had it. Patrick Roddy, Clark held. Roddy Strong Roddy had Strong. it. Yes. There has been a lot of good wrestlers that hold that title. I'm not going to lie to you. That used to be the yes. workers' title of NXT for the most part. I think it still is. Really, no, nobody. Yeah, Carmelo really had, No one's really had the. No one has had the NA title. We are like. Fucking really, that person has it. Like no one's had that reign yet. I think. Yeah, I ain't. I ain't mad. Oh, Keith Lee. Like I ain't mad at anybody. Yeah, that's, Johnny Gargano. Didn't Bronson Reed Bronson have it? Reed had it. AKA Bronson. Jonah. He had it. Um, Big Jonah. Yep. S- Swerve had it, didn't he? Yep, yeah, Swerve had, had it. it. Swerve had it. He actually had it for the game. Yep. Kushida should have had it, but yeah, you know. X. Kushida and Kylo O'Reilly, I think the two should have been added to that list, but it's what it is. So next was the fatal four-way match for the women's title. Dude, I was so happy about this. Yeah, I was glad that KLR and EO carried because that's pretty much what happened. They mm. were in there to make sure Mandy and Cora didn't fuck it up. Mostly Because Cora is still green and Mandy is Mandy. So and didn't Cora still fuck up anyway? Not that I saw. Yeah, not the re- I would say it was no, like that a, was at war games. Uh, no war games. I'm thinking of war games. She fucked up like three times in war games. Yeah, KLR and EO carried. So people were some people mad. They were online. They're like EO, like really EO lost. I'm like, what y'all want EO to do? <laughs> like I want her to be on the fucking main roster already. She should have been gone like two years ago. She should have been like, at least a year missed. ago. Like, yeah. like EO got pinned by Mandy. Sure, she got caught slipping. That that's it. Like good. EO need to get moved up anyway. Hindsight is no 20. 
I'm kind of glad she did get moved up last year because look what happened to everybody else who got moved up after Stand and Deliver last year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You want to talk about yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, about let's that. see who's on that card now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> okay, let's go see who's on that card, who's even still in the fucking company. All right. Uh Zoe Stark, she's still there. Tony Storm, gone. Pete Dunn, Kushida's still there. Bronson Reed, gone. Isaiah Swerve Scott, gone. LA Knight's there. Dexter Loomis is there. Leon Ruff, gone. Champa and Valter is still there. MSK, Nash Carter's gone. GL GYV are still there. Legato's still there. Raquel's there and EO are there. Okay, that was all night. I forgot this shit was two nights. Yeah. Uh, night two, Killian Dane, gone. Drake Maverick is back, I think. But he's like a yeah, producer he's now, ain't he? Yeah. Creative. Creative team. Uh, Brizongo, gone. Escobar's still there. Jordan Devlin's still there. Ember, gone. Shotzi got moved up. Candace still on maternity leave, but her contract might not get renewed because it ends before she comes back from maternity leave. Indy's still there. Johnny, gone. Austin Theory still there. Bronson Reed, gone. Karrion Cross, gone. Finn Balor got moved back up and they ain't done shit with him. Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole, who were in the main event, gone. <laughs> God. Uh. That match went 40 goddamn minutes. And that was Adam Cole's last match in NXT, wasn't it? No, it yes, was uh, 36. 36. Because uh, they did. He was at In Your House. And then he oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, yeah. Yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah. Because he didn't go to AEW until like September. the end of August, early September. Yeah. Something like that. Man, actually, let's see. Okay. 36 was the final takeover before 2.0 happened, right? Mm-hmm. Let's see who was on this card real quick. Ridge Holland, he's still there. Trey Baxter, gone. Grimes <laughs> and Knight are still there. Raquel and Dakota is still there. Ilya Dragunov and Vault are still there. Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole, gone. Samoa Joe and Karrion Cross in the main event, gone. So the top two matches, all four of them dudes, gone. Three of them are in an AEW right now, so. That's crazy. In the span of a year, that's all happened. Yeah. But, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Well, Joe said the writing was on the wall when Triple H went down, that he, that he pretty much knew at that point, like, yeah, I'm gone. He's on borrowed time. When Triple H went mm-hmm. out, because Triple H was the reason he got his job back. So, <laughs> it's what a, what a, Tony what a snowball! What a snowball yeah. effect! Like, let's just hope that Joe can stay healthy in a in AEW because that was really the thing that kept him from prospering in WWE. Because you could tell Vince liked him. I was gonna say He's a really good commentator. Yeah. No, no disrespect to Joe. But Joe's been doing it for like 20 plus years now. So But he also you know had injuries. He also had injuries in TNA though. Which I didn't realize. Yeah, so I saw did. somebody going back over his run and his his whole time in impact slash TNA. He had injuries there too. I mean, yeah. I think you give him one more run in AEW, and I think he, he would be a perfect announcer for AEW. You get real of Excalibur, have they're, him they're not getting Joe rid of Excalibur. Excalibur is their Michael Cole. They're not getting rid of him. Samoa Joe, he's our Mike, Mike today. <laughs> yeah, Mike today. I want to say Michael. Cole. You know what? Mike just today. because, and we'll talk about this a little bit later since Cody came back. I could easily see Joe doing his wrestling thing in AEW and then WWE luring him back on like a commentator shit, like how they did. That would like, be great. Like Taz, like he could just be new Taz. No, he'd mm-hmm. be he'd be what Taz couldn't be. Or I could see Joe being a trainer. No, just for Tazo. Apparently, like this is way off, but apparently that's what 
um, Bobby Fish wanted to do before they let him go. Be like Wade Barrett? No, a trainer. Oh, trainer. Because I think he said they were talking to him about it a little bit, and he was open to it, and then they let him go. <laughs> That's what I heard. Uh, And then, let's see. Like I said, yeah, the, the women's match was okay. Um, I knew Mandy was retained. There was no reason she shouldn't have retained. So, EO got pinned. It is what it is. I'm like, I'm like what y'all? <laughs> I, what y'all I saw that, and I was just like, yeah, Marcel's not gonna like that. I was but fine with. I was fine with EO getting pinned. What are you talking about? Oh, you were fine with it. Okay. Yes. <laughs> There's no reason for her not to get pinned because they're not gonna pin Corey yet because they're still building her. If KLR is staying, there's no reason to see her get pinned. Besides, Mandy already beat her once. So EO was the only logical choice. It's what happens when you use your brain and don't react quickly to stupid stuff on Twitter. <laughs> I was like, okay, EO lost. Makes sense. All right. She better be on SmackDown Friday. We're going to have fucking problems. But uh, Gunter versus LA Knight was okay. Yeah, I was rating this on the on the Gunter scale of all of his matches. This was like the least exciting one. Well, of course it is. <laughs> Like I like both these dudes, but this was just okay. I was gonna say Gunther kind of he kind of he kind of slimming down. I was like, yeah, he, he's looking like Gunther a big ass swimmer compared to what I'm used to seeing Gunther looking like. It looks he Walter. looks less frightening. <laughs> I remember yeah, some people was like he lost. Gunther was like is, he's lost that final boss energy. I'm like that's because NXT had a smaller pool of people, and thus he could just come in and beat the fuck out of dudes and leave. No, I just I don't think he looks as menacing. He looks like a tall swimmer. That's all he looks like. He lost that weight. Some dudes look good with weight on him. Some no. don't. And I'm saying he's one of the guys that look good with weight on him. He ain't got no muscle. That's what it is, really. He ain't got no muscle definition. He just lost he's a bunch so, of weight. Yeah, and when you lose a bunch of weight and don't put no muscle in to compensate, you just look kind of flabby. You're smaller, but you still look kind of flabby. Yeah. If he puts some muscle on, he's going to be back to that final boss energy. But then again, he's going to have to worry about breaking people's torsos with them chops. <laughs> right. That's he's fine. still going to be doing that. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> then the main event, Dolph Ziggler versus Braun Breaker was also solid. Breaker yeah. started off a little rough at first, but then once he slowed down and he was fine after that, but he had a little rough start at first, but Ziggler won, which confused me on Monday, <laughs> but, right. but apparently oh some God, people were justifying so it. They were like, they did it on Monday. They did the change on Monday because they knew more people would be watching on Monday. And I'm like, Sure. Then what was the point of standing? I, I guess whatever. Yeah, I'm not you just you yeah. basically just shit on standing deliver. Yeah, I you're mean, pretty much saying NXT doesn't matter. The title change should have happened at the pay per view that you've been, been building up this whole fucking time. They've been saying, that for, they've been saying that for fucking five years, but it's common sense. I don't. They know. uh, what was it? I was saying it during the show. I'm like, okay, the crowd's pretty hot for a lot of this stuff. I mean, it's mm-hmm. not the level of like you know the black and gold, but crowds are pretty hot for this. Wasn't too crazy. They were into matches. I think they were into the ladder match and the tag match the most. But that tag match was pretty good, yeah. Um, so I was like, put them back on the road, let them fucking travel, let these kids do loops. Mm. They need to to match. Let these kids do loops. Them being stuck in the fucking CWC all day ain't doing shit. It's like when Impact stayed in the damn impact zone. Like let them do some some culture shock. If they, you know, they get yeah. called up and that's, that's going to be a whole lifestyle. <laughs> Let's do them local loops, get them exposed to the crowd, have them travel around, set shit up, just like black and gold used to do, do all that shit. Maybe film some TV out in some of these smaller venues, get it going and boom, make that shit look different. 
Yeah, NXT 2.0. I don't know about it sometimes. And I was just liking MSK too. Just Tuesday's like show and- wasn't bad though. It was actually better than Raw. Really? Yes, Raw was. Did you watch Raw? I didn't get. I watched Cody's <laughs> stuff, and that's about it. Oh, Raw was mid. Raw was mid as fuck. Oh yeah, it, it was mid. It was it was below mid. I can't remember like, what match from Raw. Slightly below mid. What the fuck was that? And then there wasn't really any moments that happened besides Veer coming out, right? Veer was the only yeah. stock. Veer, and that was even I shocking because they advertised hey, it for months. I was, I was excited for Veer. I'm not going to lie. Oh, yeah, no, dude. Now that, that Veer's here on Raw, I'm going to start watching Raw every week now because of Veer. Well, he beat up Dominic. He, he beat Dominic, and I said, thank you, Dude, Lord. his new finisher is a one. You Send that man to either UK or... 2.0 or next Isn't level. Speaking of UK, Diamond. Roddy going to UK for random ass reasons. Why? What? Diamond Mine going? Yeah. Just, no, just, Diamond Roddy. just Roddy. He's in his no Diamond Malcolm? Mine gear, but he faced Wolfgang and I think he called it Ilya yes. Dragnov. So I like um, Wolfgang. I'm like, what the Wolfgang's fuck? Wolfgang's one of my guys. Is uh what's his what's the other guy from UK that I like? Uh T I don't know. T-bone? Tyson T Bone. T-bone? T-bone. You like Tyson T Bone? Dude, that's such a cool wrestling name. T Bone. Okay, this, <laughs> I don't know why. Come on, Tyson T-Bone. He's okay, but like Tyson. I know. I'm not saying he's the best. I just like his. He's a. He has a great professional wrestling name. T-Bone. Jesus Christ. This man said, "Eh, I don't know so much about his in-ring work, but that name, that name, oh, is a that name, bucks. yeah, that that. No, his in-ring work. Somewhere. His in-ring work is solid. I've seen him. Um, finally, like we get to the too. main sh- part of this. Mostly, Rosselmania, Saturday and Sunday. Broad strokes before we go deep in. I thought Mania delivered mostly because I had low expectations going in. Right. But which yeah. night was your favorite? That's the real question because both nights were pretty good. One had better moments, but two was better from start to finish, if you ask me. Yeah. I thought I, two had the better wrestling. <clears throat> I'm going to tell you guys this. I basically watched up until the, I think, Edge and AJ Styles match. And then I left. Uh, I left and I wasn't watching. And then I came back at the end of the Brock and Roman match. Yeah, and right. I haven't watched any of that, but you don't need to I don't watch know. it. I, I, mean, if- I liked I liked night one. What were your overall think- thoughts, Rika? You were actually there before we get more into it. Um overall I liked it. Um <clears throat> I haven't it was like my first and technically second time being at a WrestleMania. Um it's actually everything Vince said it is when you're there live. I don't know what the experience was like for Robert and Alex years ago, but that shit was incredible. I'm, mm-hmm. I mean, we're gonna be in LA. <laughs> next, we're gonna be in LA next year, so I'll probably get tickets for that one as well. But, I might um, try and get tickets for that too. I year. might too, only because it's man. the first time they've been in that stadium. I think, right? Yeah, because it's it's only like a year or two old now. Yeah, right. Wow. So that you know they're gonna go out with the stage and everything. It's gonna be so fucking dope. It's, it's um, gonna be what it's WrestleMania gonna be what WrestleMania twenty three should have been. WrestleMania exactly. hasn't been Hollywood since twenty one, I don't think. And that's twenty one? Twenty one was when that was the tagline for twenty one. WrestleMania goes Hollywood. Twenty three was in uh twenty three was in Detroit. Detroit. Yeah, see, I'm it's what 21 should have been. You're right. Although 21 had it was great from start. Man, to they better do the same thing they did for 21 when they had all them like movie parodies and shit. Oh, yeah. I mean, and now that we got, I better see, I better see a goddamn Avengers parody. 
They have to at this point. They're Build fucking Marvel anyway. I better fucking see an Avengers parody. They're- I better see a DC parody. I better see a goddamn um. Oh, you know Cody's there. He's gonna put a DC in there. Cody's a DC guy. Gonna, you know what he's gonna do? He's gonna make some Green Arrow joke that nobody's mm. gonna get, and I'm gonna be like, "This guy." Can he just do Superman? This guy right here. Day? No. Oh, but uh, yeah. With um, typical Texas fashion when it comes to shows, they were like 12 minutes late letting us in the damn building. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Luckily, it wasn't like scorching. Hey, that didn't happen to us. <laughs> oh my god. It, it's typical, like, because, I mean, it wasn't as bad as I heard it was for 32. Because I remember 32, they were, like, 20 or 30 minutes late opening doors. I don't know what the deal is with that building, but. Um, we're going to make him wait, damn it. That's, that's why the said. pre-show, that's why part of the pre-show looked the way it did, because they were late letting people in that year. But um, I felt like this WrestleMania was an emotional one, too, because a lot of the guys that I grew up watching, there was, like, their last whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like Undertaker's in the Hall of Fame, Triple H retired, Steve Austin had his last match, which blew my fucking mind. I was like, <laughs> this is really happening. They they really mm-hmm. having a match. And then, he took, yeah. then, he fuck, then he took a fucking bump on concrete. I was like, golly. Yeah. Oh, oh hey, he did. He, he went Terry Funk. He went Terry Funk. So that we'll, was a Terry like, Funk we'll match. Just that start. was fucking dope. Before we get that, we'll start from the top. Night one opened with the Usos versus Shinsuke, Nakamura, and Rick oh, Boogs for the so SmackDown tag man. titles. Rick Boogs went down with a legit injury. Yeah. Which really That's fucked that. Because so I had heard, I think I had heard that they were probably supposed to win. Mm. Shinsuke and Boogs. Mm-hmm. But then when he went down with the injury, they had to change the finish, I heard. I can't remember. But yeah, I, um, I knew something was up because I saw like a bunch of people in black like circling him i'm like oh shit he's hurt hurt yeah i saw him when it happened i was like i hope that's a spot he oh was yeah his leg i was like oh no nah, that's, that's shit. yeah no i saw that and i said oh yeah shit. when i saw shinsuke just doing the bulk of the work i said oh yeah no nah, that yeah no yeah i thought it was a sell at first but then i was like no wait this is a handicap match now this that's is legit yeah he, yeah he the way he got out the ring i said oh that man can't work. i was i was mad at first because I, I thought I it was that. a work and I was no, like, no, oh, no. this is fucking stupid. Why are they going to work us like that? But And then, like, no, it wasn't a work. And I didn't. I got really disappointed. So, because I heard he had to get he has to get surgery on that. He yeah. had surgery he had, already. He yeah, had, he did he already. He re-injured yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. He re-injured it, unfortunately. Was. Tortella? I think I put it in the, uh, I think it's in the Rocks. round of the ring. Horn, quadri- Horn quadriceps to patella tendon. Oh, God. That's got to hurt. Shit. That's a big that's a big that's tear. A big. This is <laughs> this is messed up to say, but I know if I ever want to see a wrestler, I can just go an hour down to Birmingham. <laughs> that's the that's the hospital they all go to. Oh, this man. <laughs> <laughs> Be one of them fans. <laughs> yep. hey, you going in for surgery? Like as soon as a wrestler goes down with an injury, I'll be in Birmingham. Hey. <laughs> Have a successful surgery you. once I this autograph. <laughs> I'm gonna catch you as soon as you're walking out. <laughs> on crutches. Uh, the next match was Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin with Madcap Moss. Everybody was everybody was whining about this match, but Drew. <laughs> Drew was like, I, "I like Corbin. He's cool. I'm just happy to be on the card." <laughs> but yeah, it was a, everything that we predicted in this match happened pretty much. You know what I mean? I mean, there's like, no reason yeah. for Drew to lose. 
Plus, yeah. he is the first man. Take that out at the end of the day, yeah. The first man to ever do that. I forgot how protected that move was. That was like, besides Taker, that was like what the most protected move anybody had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, until like recent RKOs with Orton, like over the past three years. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, I was like, yeah, I didn't, I wasn't watching the show, so I didn't even know Corbin was on a winning streak either. Mm, but who did he face? I don't remember him beating. I guess he was just beating a bunch of people. Guess he was just beating a bunch of people on SmackDown and shit. But he's apparently he's talent. Apparently he was undefeated since becoming Happy Corbin. It was like the new Goldberg. That's a long time. So yeah, Drew beat. So Drew years. snapped his winning streak and kicked out of his finish for the first time ever. I was gonna say, and he beat Drew. Yeah, I think he did. So, beat, he beat Drew before <laughs> this. Yeah. Oh, he say, did. So he, yeah, he did he, beat Drew before. Like the last he marked Drew as part of his undefeated streak. You yeah. know what? So I mean, by te- technicality, he was bound to lose. Shout out to the um, unsung heroes of this match. Um, well, actually, post match, the ring crew. Because yeah, they put the rope back together. Golly, man! Believe it or not, the hardest part of putting the ring together, other than getting that motherfucker square, is putting the damn ropes on. Ropes. God, like one, two, three. But if you're the last one to get your um, corner post on there. That shit is a struggle. You're going to need some help. <laughs> but the, the motherfuckers got it. <laughs> this is Drew want to cut shit with his sword. I didn't know that they made a reference to Drew's deceased mother during the builder for this. I said, what? Shout out to. um. Oh, another thing for Drew, though, too. He uh, he finally got a win at WrestleMania in front of a crowd, a big crowd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he lost to he lost to Bobby Actually, last year. Yeah, the and then before. when he beat and then when he beat Brock, it was like nobody was there. Nobody, nobody was there. Yeah, unfortunately, during pandemic, just the, just the crew. <laughs> I'm just saying, you want to fast forward? Drew should beat Roman by SummerSlam. Mm, SummerSlam I would say Survivor Series. I would say Rumble. I would say January. That Cody promo on Raw, like Cody's got to win that shit. So you mean Cody cutting an AW promo? Yeah. Oh, okay. Here we go. I knew that was coming, Marcel. I don't, I don't like it. I just thought it was a good promo. No, it like, was. But I don't watch AEW. So why does it matter so if it's an AEW promo? Why does your, your, opinions so are, your opinions are irrelevant. Anyway, like, what? your opinion right what now is irrelevant. I know you don't watch AEW, Rike, right? But yeah. I'm sure someone, it was a good promo. I'm not even going to lie. But it's. I'm sure someone's made a compilation. But if you just look up Cody Rhodes' AEW promo, it's the same promos he cuts in AEW. Right down I, to the fake, say, right down to the almost crying three times. And I was like, Cody, I'm like, this man, stop crying, started, stop crying. Buff Bagwell, who I'm increasingly beginning to like more and more on Twitter. He <laughs> this man was like, I have never seen a crowd gain and lose and gain and lose a crowd <laughs> in the span that Cody has. And I'm like, <laughs> he kind of right. Because by the end he had him, but there were a couple of points where I was like, "All right, Cody, where are you going with this shit?" And but no, I do agree, Cody should vie for it at one point. But I think he's gonna vie for it before Drew, or maybe I, Drew I, and Cody. I, I wouldn't. I think uh-uh. so. I wouldn't so you gotta you gotta Drew. give Bobby a sh- you gotta give Bobby his shot and his run, and you gotta give okay. Drew his run, and then you can give Cody his run. I'd have Cody win, and then Cody beats, has a point. or that's Seth fair. beats Cody. You gotta give Seth his Seth run. Seth gets it. 
That's like give Cody some. I would put Cody at the back of the line, even though we're we're booking far ahead. But I give Cody some big wins this year, most definitely. Probably give him one of the. Probably give him like either the IC or the um. Well, if he's on Raw, the U.S. belt. Ooh, him versus Finn would be a good match. But anyway, probably have him pop the U.S. belt, hold that for a bit, build that credibility up. I'd likely have him win the Rumble. I'd probably most definitely have him win the Rumble. Um, and then beat whoever the champion is at Mania. I think it should be I, him and Seth next year to run it back for the title. That's just that's just me. That was a pretty I, yeah yeah. I think Seth. That, I think that works. Seth, that works. Man, I'm that, sick uh, of Dusty's kids fighting each other. I think I think <laughs> Seth should and like Seth. He's been um he's been putting in work for a while now, and he hasn't had the belt in fucking forever. So, this is an I interesting question. Just, Actually, no, we'll get to it. Actually, I'll ask this question when we get to Seth. Um, the next match was the Miz and Logan Paul versus Ray and Dominic. Logan Paul put in some work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked it. I thought he did a good job. I mean, and Miz randomly uh, turned on him, and this never got followed up on on Monday. Of course, so <laughs> like, WCW. It, it didn't get followed up on. I think they mentioned that they mentioned that Miz, like you know, suddenly turned on Logan Paul. Not so WCW. At least they mentioned it. But okay, at least they Miz mentioned never, it. But Miz didn't come out and cut a promo. I don't think Miz had a match. Like, he had, a, had match a match. He didn't Monday say nothing about it. Where he squashed Dominic. <laughs> like he squashed Dominic in like a minute. Oh, okay, that's where Vera came out. Okay, yeah. and then Vera came out. But I'm like, yeah, he never cut a promo or nothing. Like I turn on Logan Paul because blah blah blah. Like Logan Paul didn't come out or anything. So I'm like. All he said at the end was "fuck you, Miz" in the interview. Post interview, are we gonna follow up on this? Maybe I'm, and I'm mad about that. But like I said, I like shit. Follow. Maybe up they're on. gonna do this stupid shit where you follow it up at SummerSlam, and then you just remind people back in and back in August, like, "Hey, this happened back in April." Hopefully, they don't wait that damn long. Maybe WrestleMania backlash mm-hmm. will get Logan Paul versus the. Miz. I mean, hey, that sounds like a money marquee match to me. That's definitely not a marquee match. It's a match. Sure. Should happen at SummerSlam, most likely. I have that reminds you. Money in the Bank. Personally, I'd get rid of the pay-per-view and just keep the briefcase itself. I'd put Money in the Bank back at WrestleMania, but that's just me. I would get rid of the briefcase in general, but that's just me. I like the briefcase. I just don't yeah. like the pay-per-view centered around the briefcase. It was cool for oh. a minute, but now I'm like, eh. It ran its course. Yeah, that, that, no, but like on, I said, I think it ran its course. I think it's a bit special. I think it's more special if it's at WrestleMania. Like you only see this match like at the biggest show, WrestleMania, Money in the Bank. You put like three guys from each show who are bubbling under, and then just have them go at it on like night one. I'd open night one. I'd open night one every year with Money in the Bank, but just to get the crowd super hype. Um, next match is arguably. The match of the night and match of the entire show, both nights. I think so. Bianca yeah, versus yeah. Becky Lynch. You thought that was better than Cody and Seth? I said arguably. It's up okay, there. Arguably. If it's, it's not, if there, it's not yeah. if it's not Bianca and Becky, it's either Cody or Seth. Those are the only two, really. Yeah, it, it really depends on what your preference is for which is better. Edge and Edge and AJ, I thought I had a good match. I we'll talk. Kinda, we'll talk yeah. about that. But yeah. Yeah, Bianca Becky was really, really good. I love how it started. Like it looked like it was going to end the same way. I said, whoever planned that first sequence, which I think who they say agented that match, um, was it the Hurricane? I want to. I want to say so. 
I wouldn't. Let me I look wouldn't doubt quick, it. Like, be it's either him or uh, no, it's not Jamie Noble. Um. Uh. I forgot because they said. I want to say it was like I want to say the hurricane and somebody else. I was going to say maybe Sean, maybe Sean Michaels. Jamie Noble. No, it wasn't Sean Michaels. Fuck it. Whoever ages the match. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever ages the match, yeah. you get not get for credit. real. They need to get fired yeah, get for that first for spot. <laughs> Getting there by heart attacks. Like, oh shit, just going just like SummerSlam. But no, this match was really fucking good. Easily one of the best matches of the year so far. Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch. Bianca won, as she should have, and became the new Raw Women's Champion. Also, that entrance. She had the best entrance out of everybody from both nights. I don't give a shit what nobody says. Argue with your mama. I was going to say, she is the only person I've ever seen come out to a complete marching band. An HBCU marching band. Exactly. Circle. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, if you don't think she had one, you don't think she had the best one of the best mania matches. I mean, entrances ever argue with your mama because you ain't arguing with me. We ain't doing it. Right. You I was about to say, just 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 say you racist and move on. What do you think about the match, Rike? I thought it was good. Um, I don't know how it came off on screen, but I know like it was the noisiest match of the night next to Cody and Seth. But um, I was like, well, I wasn't expecting once the Stone Cold stuff came about, I wasn't expecting either match to be the main event anymore. Um, but I thought that was the best match on the card. I would say that shit tied with Cody and Seth as far as like crowd investment robert i think yeah like i said i don't think one match is better than the other i think they're just top tier i think they were both in the same tier and i think that that match was really really good start to it gave me more hope for wrestlemania i guess you can say like okay we just saw a real banger what's next do you know what i mean next was seth rollins versus a returning cody rhodes uh, just real quick, my girl saw the entrance, and then her first reaction to the entrance is, "What the is fuck is that so thing cool? on his neck?" Why the why why is his entrance so cool? That was her her fir- legit first reaction because she was AD- watching. Him. That was his AW entrance. He came in the gear. He came with the music, which is cool. He had his the neck thing. He at this point, he can't <laughs> get rid of the neck tattoo. He's gonna have to keep that for the rest of his life. That's just a decision he's gonna have to live with. But I can't. Ooh, I can't wait until actually. That actually, I posted this on Twitter forever ago. I do want him to face Roman because I want Roman to roast the shit out of his neck. <laughs> Roman go kill him. Him and the Usos. They just gonna roast that man continuously about his neck. <laughs> um, and I am here for it. It's gonna be hilarious. Um, but yeah, this match was this match was great. Uh, crowd was yeah. really into it. They barely went outside, except for like a few big spots. There was good psychology in that. Um, Seth used the pedigree. <laughs> Seth used the pedigree. Then he used like an avalanche final cut into an inverted DDT. Right, I think so. Um, Cody did the the dusty punches and elbow. In the bionic elbow, and he pinned Seth after like three crossroads. Mm-hmm. Seth always takes a good crossroads, though. Another thing, too. Um, I know Meltzer's big thing was, oh, he's going to come back in Jacksonville. 
No, it made sense for Cody to make his return to Texas because I didn't realize it. But apparently, like, his last WrestleMania was in Dallas. So mm-hmm. it only makes sense he comes back in Dallas. His dad is also from Texas. His brother runs a wrestling school in Texas. So it only it made the most sense for be yeah, it made the most sense for him to come full circle and return to Dallas. Can we also talk about how um Cody has reached LeBron status now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that caught me off guard too. Uh, like, they burned his gear, baby. <laughs> Yeah, yo, who burns his gear? It's, Salty uh, AEW stands. We're burning this man's say, shirts. I, I'm this not is like, I've seen pictures. This is like when uh, when LeBron went to I don't Miami. Say, I don't want to. Yeah, when LeBron went or to when Miami, Terrell Owens went when, to Dallas. Dallas, or when shit. I'm about to say when Michael Jordan went to the motherfucking the Wizards. Wizards. I, really? know, I, know people, I don't know if they were doing Bro, that. People, I know maybe they were. I, hey, if I was a hey, didn't Kenner, he retire? Like, did he come back to the Wizards? Yeah, he retired for some years. Yeah, and came he back. retired from the Bulls. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Yeah. Now, if he now when it. he did his first retirement for a year after the three peat, and oh, yeah. if he didn't join the Lakers, then I could totally see people burning jerseys back then. But he had been retired for a few years when he came back for the Wizards. So. The Washington Wizards. I think in this, yeah. I think at that point people were just happy to see Jordan. They didn't give a fuck what they would have liked he'd been on the Bulls, sure, but for the most part, they didn't give a fuck what team Jordan was on. They just wanted to see Jordan. Mm-hmm. Also, speaking on Jordan Rico, you know how Jordan is so great that no one talks about that Wizards run? Like nobody's like, man, that Wizards run was fucking trash. That's how great Jordan is. That pretty much everybody forgets that Wizards run happened. Or they I was just gonna don't say, acknowledge I'll, it. They were just like oh, that didn't happen. I watched that whole Wizards run that he had. I was like, hey, he he did Oh, well. speaking of that, the wizard. Oh, I got a surprise for you guys. Hold on, real he, fast. He, could, he, he couldn't care the whole team. Not for 82 games. I mean, should I mean, yeah, not that time. Not even Michael. Not even yeah, not even Michael Jordan could do that. I'm saying look what I got, guys. Hold like, on. That's unworldly. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> shit you not, my what daughter a quick has this Jesus Christ. What a quick play. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Jordan Wizards jersey in the flesh. I told her, if you ever get rid of this, I'm going to kill you. Why would you tell a child that? <laughs> what the fuck? Pretend like I didn't hear myself. that. No, nah, hell no. You never tell a child that even if you joke it. You don't joke like that to a kid. Well, I don't <laughs> really. Well, okay. Like, like traumatized kids, Robert. For real. Goddamn. Anyway. My shit's right now. <laughs> but, Okay. Yes, can we we talk about how Cody hit LeBron status? And there was a litany of people on Twitter firing that man up. You know what? It reminded me of what Easy said in Straight Outta Compton, or the guy playing Easy from Straight Outta Compton said. He's like, because they were like smashing NWA records, and Easy turns around and sees it, and he goes, "So, I still bought the motherfuckers." And that's what I'm saying. They, it's like when Colin Kaepernick too, when he started taking when he left the NFL and. Who were like, oh, they in what was it? Was it Nike that made that shoe? That Colin Kaepernick shoe? Yeah. Yeah, Nike. And the people were talking about they bought him and then burned them or some shit. I'm like, y'all still fucking bought him. Still got your money, bitch. It's still weird. Like, there's this guy I know at a comic book show. They made like an Obama comic or whatever. And he said he was gonna buy like 20 of them and then shoot them on his range. I'm like, bitch, you still bought them. <laughs> what does it prove? Bro, you spent money just what so does you it could- prove? Once you yeah, spend you the just, money, you can do whatever you want with them, but you bought them already. They yeah. won. 
Yeah. They you, won. You, you a sucker. Plain now, and yes. simple. Now, if you stole them and shot them up, that's one thing. But Oh, you, yeah. That'd be a different story. That'd be cool. But you but, bought them. They won yeah. already. Like, <laughs> bro, did you see that clip of that one dude that was um talking about, I don't care what anybody says, Cody Rose is a fucking sellout. You know, he could have yes. made that money anywhere. Yes. Maybe he's not a, as much. Yeah, for real. And then someone commented, like, <laughs> that's why you go to the Fed to make that much money. <laughs> exactly. I was like, like yo, what? these, I was like, these boys is, so these boys is cut through. They're like, Cody, is, he's like, I can understand fan frustration. I'm like, I don't let that man get his fucking bag. I don't right. care. Yeah. Y'all over here talking about, money. well, Cody said this and he was supposed to talk about the face of the revolution and he started AEW and all you that know, shit he talked about WWE. He called himself the forbidden. He didn't have a kid then. I'm like, he didn't have a kid then. He is the forbidden door. As soon as he said that, I said, this fucker's gonna go to the WWE. And a lot of people talking and a lot of people are bringing up what Dragon said in like an interview. <laughs> he was like, Cody Rhodes taught me how to lie. Cody Rhodes is like the best liar I know. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, right, I, remember, I, I think this that. doesn't work still. I some so somehow this thing doesn't work, Robert. How the fuck is this a you work? Think it's he's a already signed a god. This man really, you really think this man signed a multi year contract, got millions of dollars for a work to get the title? And Robert, what's the AEW? work? Steal the title, Robert. How the fuck is that going? I'm not gonna say anything. No, 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 no. He's gonna explain this point. How was that going to work? Robert, Robert, I try to spare you. <laughs> I need you to explain to me how that would work. Let me. That would okay. work. He just wins the fucking title and just goes. He goes somewhere else. Now, he why would they give him his first time? Now, why would they give times. him the title when his contract is about to expire and he's not resigning? Oh yeah, huh? Never mind. Oh yeah, huh? Yeah, Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. They don't do that no more. They used to do that back in the day. Jesus Christ. Bro, because listen, you would be like, all right, Cody, your contract's up in a month. You want a title match? You want to win hey, the world title? Robert, I'm going to explain why they don't do what you're talking about. There's this thing called breach of contract. Nobody wants to be a breach of contract and have an ODAC company money. So therefore, you stay until your deal runs out, and then you negotiate somewhere else. Capiche? Let's not forget yeah. that the, one of the main reasons of the screw job was because Vince thought that Brett was going to take the title to WCW and throw it in the trash like a Lunder Blaze did. Mm-hmm. So also with Punk, it was a little bit different because Punk had re-signed like right before they did the Money in the Bank match anyway. Also, it's like, where the fuck were you going to go? Exactly. Impact shit. <laughs> like, like, well, if you don't go, Punk, Impact, you don't go back to ROH. But they're like, come on now. You so weren't going to GCW. He definitely wasn't going to go GCW back then. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, so yeah, with, with a lot of people were upset. They're like, man, Cody's a hypocrite. And this, I'm like, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell y'all something. Every wrestler you know is a hypocrite in some form or fashion. If you're not a hypocrite, every person's a hypocrite to an extent. If you're not a hypocrite at some point, you're not it's, learning. It's, it's life. It's a human flaw. It's a human flaw. It's bound if to you're happen. You're not a hypocrite. You learn, you're not learning through life at some point. Almost every time you can go back on something you said when you learn new information or new circumstances happen. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, at one point, Cody was like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not leaving. Just like he learned. I watched his whole interview after Mania. And he was talking about, first off, one thing he was like, 
yeah, I want to be a world champion, which is fucking hilarious because when he was in AEW, he was like, no, nah, I don't want to be world champion. So he made that fucking step where he lost and couldn't be world champion ever again. Um, But he also said, he's like, yeah, I, I don't want to be no exec no more. And I fully believed him when he said that shit. A lot of wrestlers lie a lot, a lot of shit. You can see in Cody's eyes. He's like, no, nah, I never want to do that shit. Yeah. Because being uh, executive and, is pressure. Yeah. That's a lot of pressure. Another thing, that corporate shit. It ain't another, for thing, another thing, too, that people have to start, you know, realizing. I get, yeah, we're all fans of this stuff and mm-hmm. we all enjoy this shit. But when you're in the business, you have to think about shit from a business perspective and not even so much that from a personal, from a personal extent as well. Because, okay. In Cody's case, he has a wife, he has a kid. So whenever he's looking at his contracts, he's got to weigh his options. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's the better deal? Well, the better deal is going on to WWE. You're going to be on the road a lot more than you were at AEW, but you're going to be financially secure altogether. So when you have those two things to think about, the decision becomes easy. Go back to WWE, sign on for a couple of years, you know, Make you that gotta, big money, and if you want to go back to AW when that's over, go back. Yeah, y'all think like, he got a guaranteed contract? I don't know. I would assume he does. Because yeah. according yeah. to him, Vince and who was it? I think it was like Vince, Nick Khan, and Bruce flew to him. Yeah, they don't to do see that him. Everybody. No, hell no, they don't do that for everybody. They came to see him. He didn't go to see them. So, yeah. um. But yeah, people have to like think like wrestling. Yeah, this is something that these guys love and are passionate about. But it's a job too. Yeah. So, okay, let's put this in perspective, right? Alex, you're a father, right? Yes, he is. He. So, yeah. Oh well. Shit. Oh yeah. Right, well, oh yeah. Most most definitely, I'm a father. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> okay, so say you live in Austin, right? And you're working at yeah. Amazon. So. Mm-hmm. You know, your email goes off and your resume matches up with what Tesla wants. So Tesla's like, hey, we're gonna offer you like $30 an hour compared to whatever it is you make at Amazon. What are you gonna do for your son? Which one are you gonna go for? We taking that thirty dollars an hour. Just talking See, about we ain't got no we ain't got no corporate loyalty. Should you think what? about that? Shoot, I'm uh, my job is fine, it's decent pay. But your boy applied for fucking Target because they paying twenty three. So what? shit. God damn it! Every time I think I money, you guys get fucking damn. Okay, twenty three. I applied for that Target warehouse the other damn day. I was like, I'll take it. I don't know what they said. But <laughs> I'm making fourteen an hour. Allegedly, I'm making like allegedly a little over from, fifteen right now. From what like I've heard, you can. Uh, she that like warehouse that. life is rough. It's rough. It can be. I'm about to hit the I'm about to hit salary in a couple months, so I'll be making a little bit more. But I don't know what my rate's gonna be. But either way, back on topic, it's just like camping. Like somebody said on Twitter, and we're gonna get to another thing about how you know AW wrestling stands weird or fucking weird anyway. But um it was like a lot of people like this tribalism shit is weird, and that's mostly something amongst fans. A lot of wrestlers don't have that. Uh-uh. It's just, I mean, you might find some guys like if a company treats somebody like really, really well, yeah, they'll be loyal to that company 
for the most part. Like you can tell Seth is like loyal to WWE. They took care of him. They put him in prime positions. He's done well for them. He's made them big money, right? Right. So, you know, there's certain allowances like more like your top, top guys. They'll probably be loyal to that company. They're like, yeah, they took care of me. I've made money for them. We got a, you know, certain relationship. Cool. But still, at the end of the day, if the money run out or they get to a point where they can't reach a deal, they can go somewhere else. Because that's the, that's what you do at the end of the day. Certain allowances, certain guarantees with stuff like a lot of these wrestlers ain't super duper loyal. Like it goes both ways. Vince can't provide a contract. They're going to leave to somewhere that can. If Tony can't do it, they're gonna leave to somewhere they can. That's what Cody did. I was gonna say, isn't isn't one of Vince's sayings like if he can't do it, you know, like yeah, Vince has hey, been very open with like if yeah, I can't like, cool get you your either. money, use my offer to get you more money somewhere else. Vince is super open about that. He don't give a shit because he knows his business. At the end of the day, that's how he look at it. It's like get your money. If I can't <laughs> get thinking. you your money, then find somebody else who can get you your money. He thinking six moves ahead. He playing three D chess. He playing three D chess with some of these people, not all of them, but a number of them. Yeah. So, but this thing with Cody is just like you. And then he said it. He's just like there. I think he said like, I think he said something along the lines of he doesn't fit AEW style of matches. Who Cody? That's what he said. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Like the way the direction was going he didn't really see that he fit there anymore. Yeah. I, which I, I can know see. He, yeah, I get what he's saying. Because people have said it, like, you look at a, and Robert, you've been watching the shows, you look mm-hmm. at a, like a, like a Young Bucks match, or an Omega match, or somebody, and they're a certain way, right? But then Cody's mm-hmm. matches are completely different. Mm-hmm. Right. Like he's having dip, whether you want to say his are actual wrestling matches or they're better or worse or whatever. He has fundamentally his matches are different than like most everybody else's in AEW. It's uh and Omega tries, I think Omega would probably be the closest one, but I think with him with Cody, it's it's definitely more storytelling based. And then with young bucks, and even so, like I said, sometimes Omega wants to tell a story, but and sometimes the bucks too. But usually it's just boom, 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 finish, kick out, boom, finish, kick out, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> that's, a lot, Cody, that's a lot of people are saying Adam Cole does now, but either way, nah, well, hey, 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 they're about to have a live rampage with those two. I'm not gonna got, get into that. Don't he's, he's got to get that out of his system now. So he don't do it later when he's, you know. I'm pissed off at the, the top guy. Adam he's the marquee of the, the company. Either way. But what were you saying? Back I, on that. Uh, oh, about how they're having a live. Uh, no, about, no, no, no. About Cody. Oh, about Cody. Yes. And I'm just thinking that, that that storytelling style, I think, fits more with the WWE style. And I think that's what. You know what I mean? Like it just fits mm-hmm. more with that. And then people were saying that about Seth Rollins. Just, just, uh, just say that real fast. When Seth Rollins was on the Indies, that was one of his major heat when he won the ROH title. It's just like this is a WWE guy. We can see it. He's wrestling all WWE like he's he's being super corny and cheesy like a WWE wrestler. Like especially back in 2010. Uh, so I think Seth got that same type of heat too before he left ROH. Man, speaking of Seth. <clears throat> What was he wearing? No, we didn't. That was a wild <laughs> outfit, though. He came out looking that, like Ric Flair, knowing Ric Flair slandering his woman all day. That's the ultimate flex. 
Mm-hmm. He said, my woman just came out here and had a better match than your daughter, but we'll get to that in a minute. Um, put respect on Seth's name. Yeah. It's gotten to the point where I'm sick of the slander <laughs> against Seth, man. Oh, shit. Like, put some Who's respect. slandering Seth? A lot of people I'd be seeing on Twitter be slandering <laughs> Seth. Like, I feel, they be I feel like, like Seth trolling. ain't that good. Seth's not in the best in the world. Seth's not in the best in the world conversation. I'm like, how the fuck what? is Seth Rollins not in the best in the world conversation? Kenny Omega couldn't even hold a fucking candle to Seth Rollins right now. What are y'all watching? Like, what are y'all watching? When people say it's like he's like, Seth the best is on the world fire. Conversation. I'm like, what are what shows are y'all watching? Because it ain't Seth, Seth Rollins. Literally- Okay, would you guys agree that Seth is top three, top five? In like the world? currently in Let's the world? Top currently five. in the world? He's top five. He has to be top I, five. Okay, top I can't five. say. Okay, this is kind of a cop. Well, Marcel. I can't. Yeah, I can't say because it's kind of a cop out answer because I don't watch. I haven't seen everything in the world. But in the world, I don't know. In the States, most definitely he's top three. Okay. Most exactly. So what is everyone saying? Like, Omega or any of these guys is little internet darling. Omega fell out the com- fucking yeah. Omega fell out the conversation when he went home to well, rehab injuries. Yeah, when he got injured. Uh, like, I think he got out of the conversation as soon as he signed to AEW. No, he was still in the conversation. It's just that he had slipped from like top five to top ten. But okay, that's fair. That's like fair, but if, still just if I'm that's saying good, good if I had to pick a top five in the states right now in no real order, it'd be Seth. It'd be Roman, it'd be Danielson, it'd be Punk, and it'd be like fucking, I don't know. Could you give it to AJ Styles? Yeah, give it to AJ Styles. AJ Styles? Like, like if I had to pick top five (laughs) in the US right now, those would be the top five in no real order. Those would be the top five. So I'm like, how would I would replace Punk with Hangman? That's just me, though. You want to know what my top five is? Look, I don't sh- Dylon, 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 and Dylon. <laughs> <laughs> Max Heights. Max Heights five the, times. The Supreme, the Supreme Athlete of Sports Entertainment. The A side, Abella Dage's favorite wrestler. Oh, and I'm going to add a sixth one in there too. John Cena follows him on Twitter. John Cena follow me on Twitter too. But <laughs> Man, you're, you're just Marcel. I'm talking look, about Max Heights. No, but look, you know what? I'm so I'm so happy that I made my new Twitter and let not many people let very select people know it's me because I don't use my actual name and I don't use my actual picture so I can tweet wild shit (laughs) like me on OnlyFans, bruh, I put (laughs) my name on OnlyFans is Cletus. (laughs) I'm skipping ahead, right? I'm not revealing my Twitter name because I want to expose myself. Everybody here knows what my what my new Twitter is called, but I'm not exposing myself on here. I probably will when I see this tweet because it kind of went there during the Nikita Lions Lash Legend match. God damn it! <laughs> I knew it. People man. were talking about it, right? I uh, last think- tweet I said because <laughs> somebody was like, "Is like, hey, these two." Then someone was like, "Hey, these two women are like, you know, they're pretty unique and invisible, blah, blah blah." Which they are. They're both like pretty, you know tall athletic women that you you're not seeing them those two are very unique in the wrestling business right now especially in north america you're not seeing too many women like them right now oh they better not the fucking US. ruin it Marcel. but either way Amazon. i'm talking about i'm not talking about character i'm talking about in terms of overall presence visually you're not seeing anybody right. like them right now but i put i said <laughs> lotion aside these two women are very unique in the business right now <laughs> 
Everybody no. They're like, hold on. <laughs> like, Please tell me somebody hit you with the the horny the horny memes. Please, no, no one hit Please me with the bonk tell stick. me. I think the funniest thing. I but saw somebody was like, Twitter. "What?" Somebody was like, "Sorry, replay." They're like, "What you do with that lotion?" I said, "Nothing at all." <laughs> I think the funniest thing I saw on Tuesday was um somebody tweeted, "Yeah, they they out here calling Nikita Lyons." Thicky the Dragon Cream Boat or something. No, like I saw that. one that said the <laughs> yeah, American. That someone one. said the American Cream Busty Roads. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that shit was hilarious, yeah. bro. So NXT yeah, needs no. to realize that these two girls are money and they don't need to ru- ruin it at all. Let's let them Yo, actually, I'm not even on front. Horny aside, their match wasn't bad on Tuesday. Shouldn't they just be a tag team already? I think yes. Seen I keep saying team, this. Right? Make them a fucking tag team. <laughs> I don't even watch the show, and I want these two girls to be a fucking tag Make them team. Them a every tag time I see team. a highlight, oh my Ebony should come. Call them Ebony and Ivory. Like <laughs> they should call it. They should come out the Bootylicious by Destiny Child. That would. That would be the most Bruce Prichard thing to do is call them. Nah, the NXT two point horny as fuck. Yeah, fucking well, Wade yeah, Barrett. The crowd, the during um, during really the Keaton Lions warm up, like vignette, fucking Wade Barrett gonna be like, "Oh, the timeline's gonna be thirsted tonight." Like, like, <laughs> like bro, you you like the you like the king of thirst right now. Bro. No, somebody like, said, um, somebody was like, they tweeted, they were like, "You can tell the absence of Beth on commentary." I'm like, Beth can't talk. She was thirsting after Angel Garza on commentary. I remember that mess every time Angel oh, yeah. Garza ripped them pants off. She was like, "Oh." <laughs> Like Beth wanted her some of Angel Garza. Edge was like, "What the fuck?" Edge gonna take him out next. Uh, Angel's got the moves, bro. That's why. Edge, Los that's why Edge is the way he is right now. Los because of that. <laughs> because of Angel Garza, there be a feud right there. Angel but, Garza and Edge. But way go, circling this back to Seth, put some respect on the man's name. He's putting in some of the yeah. best work of his career. Legit. He's literally the one of the him and Roman are one of the most over people right now in the company as well. Not oh, I've been hearing people people starting to shit on Roman too. What? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Where are so, you seeing this? I'm so glad bro, I don't he's see this on Twitter, bro. Some people Nick, were like, "Man, Roman's so stale now. Too. Roman's boring now. Roman hasn't had a good match since Cesaro." Like. <laughs> Fuck all this shit. No, I hope he holds the title to next WrestleMania now that no one beats him this year. Fuck that shit. <laughs> hey, I, five more years, years, bro. Like, I hope I hope he has it for another seven years. Somebody Fuck, tweeted yeah. they were like Make him the next Bruno. Somebody Fuck, tweeted yeah. they were talking about um they at first they were talking about Adam Cole. They were like Adam Cole's been doing the same thing for years. He needs to evolve. And no, then someone bullshit, was like no. and he's kind of been doing the same thing for like fucking ever. But anyway, someone said he needs to evolve. And someone was years. like, nah, it's been more than two That's years. four years. She More likely, actually, after he left, six. but at, when he got, when he got kicked out of Bullet Club, mm-hmm. that was he's been doing the same sticks, not the same stick, but it's more or less been Robert take them roasting the glasses same. off. You need to objectively look at your boy. Are we talking about wrestling in ring wise? Are we talking about overall presentation? We're talking about Earth thing. Granted, his presentation in NXT is better than his presentation in AEW. That cannot be debated. I don't care. I think his wrestling hasn't been the same. I think he's been telling different stories each match he's been wrestling, even in AEW. He does like (laughs) the same moves every match super kick to knee, super kick to face, kick out, surprise face. He's been doing that lately, yes. He's been doing that for like the past five years. 
that's debatable. Running t- got, that's not debatable. <laughs> that is not debatable. Like that's that the reason a, why he got kicked out of bullet club. That's that objectively what's been happening with his running <laughs> teabag finisher. But anyway, um e- either way, someone said that about um about Cole, and then someone later down the comments was like, Yeah, this is Roman right now. I'm like, Roman just evolved in the fucking tribal chief two years ago. Y'all want him to evolve again into what? <laughs> like, what are y'all talking about? What are we talking about right now? Uh, I disagree on the Adam Cole and the Roman stuff. I did. That's the Adam mean. Cole thing I'll agree on, but the uh, 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 the Roman thing, I, I'm like, What are y'all talking about? Roman evolve into what? He's at his goddamn final form. Right, he's yeah, Frieza. He should just retire. He's yeah, Frieza. How you gonna turn him into How you gonna turn him into Golden Frieza? How you gonna turn him into Golden Frieza on this? You can't. Like I f- think the only way is just have him win, not lose the title. Not anytime soon. You can't. Not anytime it, soon. It wouldn't. That's yeah, Golden. Anytime that's soon. Golden Frieza. If he shows up at WrestleMania in Los Angeles, Hollywood, with that this universal, I don't care what title it is, Universal, WWE, whatever. Because I have a feeling they're gonna split up the titles pretty soon. Anyway, Which is fucking stupid. Right, but anyway. If he walks out of there, that's golden Frieza. I'm sorry. Like there's that's that's beyond God form. That's golden God form. I'm like, I don't know what I'm like. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, how the fuck is Roman gonna evolve from where he's at right now? Like, I'm so confused. And then someone was like, Yeah, he hasn't had a good match since Cesaro. I'm like, what? Since okay, Cesaro since Cesaro. That's not true at all either. Wow. What? <sighs> that, that just disappoints me. I can't even get angry at that. Bro, you I know? see a it's lot of shit takes on Twitter. Like it's crazy. Um, and there was so, okay. I'm just gonna. I'm, I think I remember the tweet verbatim. I'm just gonna play y'all this tweet, and I want you to see if I just want y'all to tell me objectively this is inflammatory or not. Somebody on Twitter said, "I fuck with AEW's tag division, but for two on two ass whoopings, NXT is the division." Now, how does that sound to you? Does that sound bad yeah. at all? Yeah. How? It sounds bad on A. It sounds bad on AEW. How? It does. Uh, because because what they're saying is they they can they can work a match, but they can't work a brawl. That's not what it's right? saying, though. Well, I, I'm not. Say, I, I don't know what Robert's talking about. No, what, it, what it's saying. Um, I explain this. What I'm saying is like AEW has good tag teams, right? But they don't have no brawler Haas tag teams. Everybody there either flies or is technical to a degree. They ain't got no bruiser tag teams. Or is a dinosaur. Or is a dinosaur. Like, no, but no, for real, though. Tell that me about, to me. That, that's true. Like, that tell me true. I'm wrong. You're right. Does AW have any, like, bruiser tag teams? Like, some motherfuckers that'll just get in there and just beat the fuck out of people? Maybe if you want. When's the last time you ever seen? When when have you ever seen Bear Country on TV? Like I know that was a horrible example, huh? Okay, someone who's been recently on TV, I guess, would be the House of Black. But even then, eh. like Moxley will brawl, but then Dragon's technical, so they don't have any. Well, that's that's what I'm suggesting here. The House of Black. I think the House of Black would be the closest to brawling. Yeah, but NXT or not NXT, AW ain't got no tag teams. That's really what it's saying. It's just like. AW has a good tag team, but for the good tag team, I was right. But for this specific type of tag team match where you just throw four dudes in there who just beat the fuck out of each other, that's NXT. They got that because the match you were specifically talking about was Imperium versus the Creeds, where these four dudes just beating the shit out of each other. Oh, yeah, no, they don't. The Creeds, them Creed boys, them Creed boys. No, they have one monster team, I guess, if you want to say that. 
Who? But even yeah, then, it's uh, not a monster team. Like, it's not an Imperium or... No, it's not an Imperium. It's not a know. Creed. It's not a GYV. Yeah. Like, AEW doesn't have that what the young, for a team. Yeah, you, you got know, what, the Young Bucks. You got Sting and Darby. FTR? Can FTR? No, they're technical. They're technical. Private they're Party? Technical. They're old school technical. You know, dudes. like... Yeah, I w- I was gonna say maybe uh, power, power, I was gonna consider Powerhouse them, Hobbs and Rick like, Starks. Are they even an official tag? Team? <laughs> I would. No, I'm I, saying if they were official tag team, maybe. Maybe I don't think they would they're be. A tag team. I would be on the fence with considering that. Oh, because Ricky Starks is more that, technical. You know, he's not a like. But Ricky Starks isn't like. You know, and you know, there's another tag team that's new right now too. Is Keith Lee and Swerve? But that's Swerve. not a good. That's not a good example either. So. Somebody said, somebody tried to refute the point. And the dude was, dude didn't even say anything bad. Everybody from AEW, he's like, man, you would go do say. I'm like, man, can't even compliment NXT. But that y'all thinking he's taking a shot at AEW. He said, I fuck with AEW's tag team division. They just don't have this specific type of tag match. And that's fine. That's fine. It's fine. It's that AEW ain't got no hosses. Really? They ain't got a lot of them anyway. At least not as many as WWE has, but WWE builds their entire bag on hosses. So. Mm-hmm. But that was a totally not objective opinion. And people started like going at it. I'm like, why? Y'all weird. <laughs> Twitter is weird. No, like that that made no sense to me. I'm just like, I don't know. And someone was like, how are you gonna say that? And they got the Hardys. I'm like, the Hardys ain't no fucking brawling tag team, especially hey. not in their era. When the APA oh. were knocking motherfuckers' heads off every week. They couldn't be the brawling tag team. <laughs> they came up with the APA. You want to be the brawling tag team? You better know how to fight the APA. Alex, right. didn't I come up with a good booking idea for Jeff Hardy and uh, AEW? Did I tell you about that? Because me and my dad figured out what you would do with Jeff Hardy right now in this stage of his career. Let him walk I out. I don't, I don't think he did. I said he like would remember that. Jeff Hardy as a yeah. heel has never been a good idea. Yeah, it's. I don't even think he could do it and make it be right now. No. No, Robert Jeff Hardy maybe is a he heel. Was, has literally maybe he was like Willow or something. I'd be yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. He's not probably. Jeff Hardy as a heel. He's Willow. Like no one, he, can, he has other personalities. No one cares about know, Willow. Uh, no one cares about Willow besides Jeff Hardy. He's the only person that cares about Willow. Well, that's why he's <laughs> going to do it, Marcel. That's so fucking he stupid. He cares about it, Robert. Name me one time Jeff Hardy as a heel worked. <sighs> no one was watching don't, TNA. When we don't worry, heel. I'll wait. <laughs> No one was watching TNA when he was a heel. We're going to have to go back and review it ourselves. That's not a fair statement. I'm definitely no not one, going back and reviewing no that one, bullshit. <laughs> no one was watching that. that like show how Rike refuses to watch two oh two. how Rike refuses to watch 2002 Raw. I refuse to watch 2006 to 2009 TNA. What? No, he turned heel in two, uh, 2011, didn't definitely he? Definitely not watching that. <laughs> There's big stretches of I'm not watching 2009 to what year is it 2022 to 2018 impact. I'm not watching that. <laughs> so, 2018. God Jesus damn. Christ. Uh, I'm so being sorry. Jeff is a heel never worked. Just, it never worked in WWE. It never worked in impact. It wouldn't work in AEW. They trying to make him heel in WWE. Yeah. For like a week. <laughs> they went back. A week. Come on. Because they knew I'm it wouldn't saying- work. What was it? Because. Yeah, I just don't remember when he was on Raw. Hardy Boys, were, yes, okay. When remember when it? he was on Raw? They tried to make him heal for about like what, maybe two, three weeks against he, two. Who was I the for, baby face? Fuck, who was it? He was. You remember Rike? Because I don't. Because I know they tried. What's up? When they tried to make Jeff Hardy heal back in like two thousand two, two thousand three. Yeah. Oh. It was like, oh. 
and then he left the company not too long after that. Yeah, because I think his supposed heel run pretty much ended Slop. that night he faced Undertaker. <laughs> I think. Yeah, because I think that's. Uh, I don't think turning uh, a, a baby face Jeff Hardy in two thousand two heel would be a great move. You know what that reminds me of? That reminds like me of Tatanka in ninety five. Yeah, exa- or that too. That works, but I'm more more thinking of what Jeff Hardy was at Robert, that time it, in 2002. It doesn't matter the year. Jeff Hardy's not a good heel ever. <laughs> That's the point I'm trying to make. He's, he's never typecast. been a good heel. Yeah, he's typecast. Even if he was being a good heel, it he's just so recognized as a babyface you know, that it's just there's not two, believable. There's two essential keys to being a heel, depending on who you are as a person. If you're just a big motherfucker. All you really need, if you if you're a big, imposing looking dude, all you really need is a heel mouthpiece I, to get you over. But if you look like Jeff, you need to know how to talk. And people like Jeff's promos because you can tell he speaks from the heart. But Jeff ain't good at promos. I mean, that was one of the bad things about his. Yeah, that's true. He's not the best promo, but I think if he he has a great baby face right now that he can work with, I think that if he does does a bitch ass thing too that he i think the crowd might he also has to change his moveset and jeff is not going to change his moveset to be he's older so well he's older don't i think a heel moveset when you're older works a lot easier right he tried to change his moveset now he's fucking crushing people with the swanton (laughs) like jesus christ just because he's trying to adjust it He's trying to you adjust know. it so he hurts himself less, but fuck right. everybody so his else. Finisher should be a, a submission move now. It should be he didn't he use a submission. A, Jeff Hardy gonna do? Yeah, he used it in. He used the uh, fucking uh, not sharpshooter. The other one, uh, the Scorpion Deathlock. He used that one as a finisher in TNA before. I cannot be doing any submissions. <laughs> like, does he even? Oh use no, submissions? it was a shitty. Sh- of course it was. Ever? Does he even use submissions in his <laughs> matches like at all? Like arm bars or fucking leg have, locks? It's I been mean, a long time. He does the arm time. bar. That's it. He it's been a long time. Arm bar. That's it. Or that side headlock. That's all. But t- either way, we, we got way off topic. Key point. Sorry. Here's the morals of the stories. Jeff Hardy sucks as a heel. Put respect on Seth Rollins name. <laughs> so that's what we do. Um, Which honestly, all that was more interesting than the sex match. Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey. Rike, you were there live. Did anybody give a shit about this match? Uh, no, not the people in my section. Actually, um, hold on. Yeah, actually, notes. like <laughs> uh, mental notes, um, which are really the best notes because it shows it stood out. Like, but, when's um, the last time y'all saw a title match where both the champion and the contender were just thoroughly unlikable in their roles? I was just happy I got to sell some titties. It's. Anyway, that's how disinterested I was. I didn't even notice that people were talking oh, about it. <laughs> um, God, I, oh, God. I didn't thing, know about it until the next day. The only part where people like really got active was the really titty. Nothing going, nothing going on in the match, but um, <laughs> there was a fight now? in the crowd apparently. So I was yeah, because like, there was a point. I think it was maybe maybe five minutes five to eight minutes in there was like i saw the crowd looking everywhere but the match yeah I, I, there was a fight going on it was um they like said something it, they said something interesting <laughs> yeah this match was just not that good i thought on pay, like even though the build-up was trash the build-up was fucking ass for this match like yeah. but <laughs> yeah, i thought i'm like okay at least these two ronda she's still a rookie but she she can more or less get it done and you know, as much as I dish Charlotte, Charlotte is still legitimately good. So I'm like, maybe Woo. they can click together. But I'm like, nah, this ain't the move. This match is 
Ugh, I didn't care. Yeah, and it's yeah. just like the match wasn't bad itself. It just wasn't interesting. And then the fact Charlotte won threw me off. I laughed. Charlotte won and I laughed. I'm like, really? Damn. My exact reaction was good. You said, uh, but look at the show. It was like <laughs> this guy. Like, um, there was Charlotte fans on Twitter trying to make excuses for her. Well, she had to follow Becky and Bianca and Cody and Seth. I like, don't mean shit. Like, right? That, mean that shit. should motivate, that should motivate that her should even motivate. more. Like, exactly. That exactly. should make you want to do out there and do a better match. Or like, scrap that. We're going to do this shit now. Like, somebody was like, well, when Charlotte doesn't care, she's like Randy Orton. I said, okay, first off, let's not do Orton like that. Second, even when Randy doesn't care, he can still pull out, like, I mean, if we're using the star rating, Orton can still pull out a three to maybe a three and a half match when he doesn't care. When Charlotte Charlotte don't care, she can barely muster above a two. Yeah, her selling sucks when she doesn't care. She don't give a shit. Like... I was like, so let's not do Orton like that. But I'm like, yeah, this match was not the move. And that means this feud going to keep going because Charlotte kind of won via shenanigans, I think. Right? Mm, Uh, I don't think she she won clean. They did the old ref bump. They did the old ref bump. She tapped. And then uh, Ronda was too busy, distracted by the ref. And then a big boot to the face. One, two, three. I think she held the ropes, too, after the boot. She might have. So I'm not gonna go Sounds back. Sounds like watch. a flare. I'm not gonna come back and watch to confirm. Now, I mean the you ain't gonna go find no bigger Charlotte fan than than Ric Flair. Which on the side, I'm like, I get it. You support your daughter, but at the same time, come on, Rick. The best female match you've ever seen. Come on, Rick. Come on, Rick. It wasn't even the best female match that night. So <laughs> I'm like, well, what are you talking about, Rick? Then we had. The main event of night one, Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Kevin Owens in a no-holds-barred match. I can't believe that happened, man. I, I was so shocked. Same. I thought, I'm like, I kind of felt like something had to happen because I'm like, ain't no way in hell they really just going to come out here and then they just going to talk to end this show. Or, and, and then just have I, a brawl and end it with a stunner, you know what I mean? But yeah, I'm I like, great, it's now, happen. now I'm like. I thought they were going to run something on night two. Now, granted, I thought I'm like, okay, even like he didn't Stone Cold didn't have to have this match, right? Stone Cold could easily jaw jack with Owens. It could have had a promo off. He could have hit the stunner, maybe took one punch, hit the stunner. Boom. Fans would have been happy at that. But the fact that he had a whole fucking match that went 13 minutes. Yep. And he was taking bumps better than some of the of the guys that are working now. He's taking bumps on concrete. Notice everything. he didn't <laughs> notice. He didn't run one rope. <laughs> so, nope. Like I said, like I said, he had a Terry Funk match. He didn't yeah, want that's a Terry Funk. He took a bump on the concrete. He fought everywhere, but he didn't want he didn't run one damn rope. <laughs> so close said fuck Mm-mm. that. He stomped some mud holes and then they got out the ring and then they they did the, the they Irish, did the loop and they came back in the ring. Even the Irish ship into the barricade. <laughs> He, he he took it. Don't worry, he took it, but he didn't, you know, go all out and crazy like a Seth or a Finn would do it. No. You know, he was oh, like, no. nope, I'll, I'll touch it. I'll touch it, but I'm gonna ricochet back off and clothesline the shit out of you. Now I thought that was great. I thought everything about that was great. As soon as he hit the turnbuckle post, bro, I was just like, oh shit! I think he's actually gonna try to have a match. And then, Lord and behold, he took a huge ass bump on the outside concrete, and I was like. I'm sorry, but anybody after that match, I was like, if you still think Kevin Owens shouldn't have re-signed, shut the fuck up. Just just mm-hmm. shut up. That man main evented WrestleMania night one in a match. 
in Stone Cold's first match in, in almost 20 years. He deserved every cent of that bag that Vince gave him to resign. So I don't want to hear nothing. Sam goes for actually goes for Sammy too when we get to night two. But like, come on. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, nah, Owens. If you if anybody still say Owens shouldn't have resigned, shut up. Shut up forever. Mm-hmm. I bet that man had the time of his life. So and it shows just it shows how much trust Vince has in him. To one, he closed WrestleMania. Two, to be trusted in a no holds bar match. So I'm sure Stone Cold obviously had some influence in that too. But you know how damn protective Vince is of Steve. Oh yeah. So I mean that was his cash cow. That's what saved him and brought him out of you know the war and as the overall winner, basically. Yeah. So you know he he definitely you know love him some Steve. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, shit, he took a Stone Cold Stunner. Yeah. <laughs> Byron took a while at Stone Cold Stunner. I got two with somebody on Twitter. They'll talk about Byron's suit on night one was ugly as shit. <laughs> somebody got mad. He's like, no, Byron looked good. I'm like, that suit looked ugly as fuck that, on night oh, one. Oh, yeah. I, I think you were, I, I saw that. You were just like talking shit on his suit. His suit was trash in night one. I don't care. It was. It was. Suit um, two, his night two suit looked better. But, you know. Uh, all in all, I think night one was solid. If I had to rate it out of a five, I'd give it a three and a half. Really? Okay. I'll Mostly because the show didn't really turn around till it started with the Miz and Paul versus Mysterio's match, but it really didn't turn around until like Becky Bianca. That was when the show got good. And then, you know, Charlotte Flair Ronda was it. But night two, I think night two was solid from start to finish, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. It started better. Really- like, RK Bro versus Street Profits and Alpha Academy was dope. Oh, they should have turned to Street Profits heel, bro. Oh, such a missed opportunity. So RK Bro won, and then they got Gable Stevenson in the ring, and he threw Chad Gable one time. Was I the only one thinking that they're all like Gable and the Street Profits for all going to turn heel and then jump? RK I thought they were going. I thought they were going to jump Gable Stevenson. <laughs> no, I thought they, I they were going all just jump the Street Profits. I thought, I thought he was going to be a member. Yeah, I was like, put Gable Stevenson with Alpha Academy until I found out about all the allegations. I'm like, I don't know what you're going to do with him. But what was it going to get now? Bobby Lashley versus Omos. I, I was, was actually so, OK with this match. I was so shocked. Lashley won. Yeah, me too. I thought I was Omos kind of disappointed. Was win. Yeah. Of the match or the, or the decision? Yeah. Uh, but I mean, if you want to, that crowd was hyped for Bobby. Oh, yeah. Were they, Rike? Hmm. That crowd was um, hype for Bobby, wasn't it? Yeah, my section for night two, like most of them don't watch the show weekly. So they were like surprised to see him. Bobby Lashley's back? He's been back for like six years. (laughs) Yeah, they were like, damn, didn't he get injured in the elimination chamber or something like that? So that that was a general reaction that I was hearing. So the reaction y'all probably heard was like one of surprise because people don't watch consistently. Like we don't. So but yeah, yeah, he um I was surprised Bobby won that match. Yeah, didn't we talk to uh, someone about that on Twitter too, Marcel? I don't kind of. I don't remember. Okay, Never I was mind, just then. tweeting a lot. <laughs> yeah, right. But no, I think on Monday someone tweeted, and we both ended up some in the same tweet somehow. And uh, I think he was saying something about like, uh, oh, he was talking about Omos and how his uh, momentum. Uh, was derailing or he's not the guy or 
they're not going to let go of him being the next guy or something. And uh, I was, yeah. Anyway, my point is that I think Omos should have won because of that. Like I get Lashley's coming back, former champion and all that. And that's a tough decision to make because you can go either or. Yeah. I think they're trying to push Lashley as a top baby face now. Especially after Monday. So, uh, like I said, you, you're lining up opponents for Roman, but just Roman. Again, I don't like that because you have other two good champions that you should be worried about too, but you know, whatever. But, um, yeah, you know, Lashley being a baby face is really good. I don't That's know what if they I need him and MVP breaking up. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm kind of heartbroken about that. Yeah, now what? MVP that kind of hurt me in the feels. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, he's with Omos, but at the same time, it's just like, well, if you turn Bobby Baby, Omos, and him, uh, MVP, that would be a good more start. sense. Yeah, people yeah, were talking about. They were talking about if MVP can get Omos over, he'd deserve a Hall of Fame <laughs> induction. Uh, next was Johnny Knoxville versus Sami Zayn. Anything goes, <laughs> bro. They did some goofy ass shit. They really but did. Seventy-eight thousand people were like going fucking crazy. Fucking, I didn't. Weak. I didn't grow up watching Jackass. Neither so did I. That was I, white people fun that I wasn't into. Yeah, jeez, oh, thanks, guys. That's what it was. Uh, I was so happy, bro, to be there to witness the greatest slam in WrestleMania history. We man, I Well, let me build this up. Let me build this up. When the invisible force met the immovable object, and Wee Man and Sami Zayn and the Mega Powers collided, and it gave Wingman the power to pick up Sami Zayn off his feet nah. and slam. I tweeted. I said, "This is hitting WLC levels." Because I love the yeah. WLC. I thought that shit was great. I think it's the best TLC match ever. It's up there. It's definitely I say, there. You can't, I say, you can't I say T- I can. I'm not going to, but I can. I say TLC2, then WLC is right under TLC2. Yeah, top three. <clears throat> um, oh, we completely skipped over Triple H's opening segment. Oh, shit, too. yeah. He came out and dropped his boots in the ring, and you that, knew he that wasn't. That was sad. You knew he wasn't going to miss me. He said, fuck it. Oh, it I'm going to go out there. Broke. Yeah, that's he, how, he that's how I know I'm he, old and watched now. It came full he circle. Finally, he finally did his last entrance. He oh. literally did all that to soak it he in. He showed up at TakeOver, too, Rika. Yeah. I don't know. that. Like I said, it was an emotional weekend. Because, like... During, after Champa. Yeah. Lost. I was like, oh, man. And it was weird, because, like, apparently, I forgot there's two different tiers of Peacock. Like, the so... One with commercials and what was out? More or less, so since we have the network, we all got Peacock Plus, right? Mm-hmm. I forget there's like an upper tier. I think it's like free Peacock or at least one that you don't have to pay as much. Mm-hmm. On that feed, they didn't see Triple H come out. Yeah, that's what they I heard. Yeah, they just like on that feed, they didn't see Triple H come out. It was just like Champa, you know, the crowd thanks him or whatever. And then he leaves and then boom, it cuts to like a commercial or whatever. Yikes. So yeah, so I thought my peacock was glitching for a bit because um Champo, you know, Champo was going to the back, and then it looked like my feed cut for like half a second, and then it showed him again, and then Triple H came out, and then they explained it on commentary 
I think when they officially did the next match, it was like for Peacock Plus members, Triple H came out for Chim Blah Blah. I was like, oh, I didn't know that. Okay, that's interesting. So, and then I said it too. I think I said it. I'm like, man, with Champa gone, NXT Black and Gold, at least on the men's side, is officially done because pretty much almost pretty much all his guys are gone in some form or fashion. They either got moved up or they left the company. The is Tommaso Champa getting moved up to SmackDown? Yeah, he was on the he was on SmackDown for the Andre John Warrior Battle. I don't know if he was like representing NXT, but I'm I'm assuming he's getting moved up to SmackDown. That's good. SmackDown needs more baby faces. SmackDown's Ross. I'm doing this like project thing. Hopefully, I'll have it finally finish tomorrow. But I was looking at SmackDown's roster for this fantasy booking thing I was doing, and I was like, their roster is paper fucking thin. I did not realize SmackDown's roster was so paper thin. Like with with Boogs gone, like it's almost like firing Hit Row was a bad idea, Vince. But you know, but the rumor is Uh, that Valter and Bartel are getting moved up as Imperium. uh, Also, they got new music. It's fucking trash. Yeah, I hate that music, bro. That music is garbage. I'm like, what was wrong with their original music? It's it's public domain. That means anybody can use it. It's free. Yeah, it's uh, right. that that theme, the old theme. From I the just new, saw on from the, the new world. It's bounty. free. Anybody can use it. Why would you change the music? Yeah, that's like you know that nature her, boys old theme, theme was on the like yeah D Bryan's flight of the Valkyries theme. Yeah, they just Macho his, Man. His they remixed. he would have been one of them people. Yeah, yeah, they remixed his flight of the Valkyries for that. They gave him the, that one night they were ribbing him. They gave him the original flight of the Valkyries. Remember that? That was. <laughs> Also, I don't really care what anybody says. Dragon's AEW theme is trash. But um, I'm like, why would you change their fucking music? Because it's not evergreen, Marcel. It's not evergreen. You can't tell me Vince will listen to fucking classical goddamn music at some point. Look, look, Marcel, if it ain't Frank Ocean, ACDC, or who else did Triple H say he listens to? Triple H don't listen Um, to goddamn Frank Ocean. No, nigga, listen to what I'm saying. I said Vince. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Nigga, Vince don't listen to fucking Frank Ocean either. Billy Ocean? I said Frank Frank Sinatra, nigga. You said Ocean. I heard Ocean. Which says Frank Sinatra, ACDC, and maybe... I heard Ocean, ACDC, and Rock and Limp Biscuit. Oh, God. All the the, the music that he featured... Throughout the years, those are the bands he likes. Kid Rock got. I hate Kid Rock now. Two good songs. Kid Rock. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. He's he's got music that's listenable, and it's it's he's got music. He's got one good, two good songs. Bad with bad with the buh or whatever the fuck. How you ever say that shit? And yeah. uh, Hey Rob, how you say that shit? Ball with the ball? I don't know. There you go. That's what yeah, it sounds like. So he's got that song and uh, uh, Rockstar, which isn't his song. It's yeah. R. Kelly's song. He just happens to be in it. <laughs> so <laughs> him and Ludacris just happen to be in it. I like Cowboy. I think Cowboy and Ball with the Ball, or whatever the fuck that song is. I think those are his top two songs. I've never even heard yeah. Cowboy, but like I might have actually, but I don't remember. You it. probably have. It according, was at one point. According, well, I according, love Shanghai Noon because of that. According so. to some of my, according to some friends that I've had over the years, they all say the same thing. 
they don't like Kid Rock because he's fake trailer park trash. Yeah, he's from Detroit, so you know, he, yeah, he got trailer park trash. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's like Jeff Fox. He's like Jeff Fox movie playing into the oh Jeff Fox like Jeff Fox really from the trailer park. He just got out and made money. <laughs> That's just what that is. That man from the trailer park. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Kid Rock is still living in the trailer. Kid Rock is like most kids in Colleen. They live on base or they live in like the retired areas, but they claim like, yeah, I'm from Rancier or they bang Willow. I'm from the like, Grove. Grove uh, uh, Street. I'm from the Shut Willow. You ain't from Willow. Shut up. Shut your ass up. Yeah, you live I used to hate that shit. <laughs> the fuck I'm a Willow. Like, yeah, but where are we even going with this? Oh, yeah. The, um, no. <laughs> Were we yeah. talking about Triple H or the Peacock? Yeah, we were talking about Triple H and no, we were talking about the Peacock, and then Imperium's new music sucks ass. And for oh, whatever, you said Imperium was going to go to SmackDown. Is that that's the rumor? Oh, yeah, that's, that's the rumor is up. that's the rumor that's is Bartel. Look at me right now. Look at me. Do I have? To? Threw my pin down. Why, Walter and anger? Well, Walter had a title <laughs> match against Braun Breaker on Tuesday, and he lost. Good match though. Um, you should have beat. Ron, to be honest, I thought he was honestly because I'm like, why the fuck is Braun yeah. still down here? Clearly, I want him on the main roster right goddamn now. So, yeah, but get him there. Um, the rumor him. I heard is that Gunter and Bartel are going to SmackDown as a tag team for whatever reason because Fabian Eichner left Imperium randomly. Wait, what? Yeah, when did that happen on Tuesday. Yeah, they had a tag match against uh the Creeds. Oh my- God. And then Eichner suddenly just left in the middle of the match, and uh, Bartel got pinned. So mm-hmm. you're telling me the idea is to have two of the three members of the Perium come together, but not all three? That's what I hear. I'm not saying it's correct. That's just what I heard. I don't know if it's right or not. It's a damn shame. We'll see what happens. Um, who else? Um, but either way, this... This I wanna I wanna start off talking this or end it and cap it. However, also Jasper Dolphin was there, and I found it funny that Jasper was an I didn't even know he's part of Jackass Crew number one. Number two, that man a baller. He went to WrestleMania instead of watching his boy T perform at the Grammys. A real one. Um I wanna just cap off this talking about Johnny Knoxville and Sami Zayn match by Uncle Dave's Twitter, what he said oh, about the God. match. Sami Zayn lost to Knoxville. All the Jackass crew got involved. At times, this was unbelievably horrible, but some spots like Wee Man slamming Zayn and comedy stuff got over with the live crowd. Zayn got trapped and pinned with a giant mousetrap. Time out. Did it let me, let me, let me, John Moxley use a mousetrap in one of their matches before? No, yeah. but this was okay, like this was like uh, Acme like warehouse. Mouse no, this is Looney Tunes. That, this is yeah, no, like this the is exactly fact, what this is. The ending was perfect. Oh, I didn't. The ending was perfect in the sense that the mousetrap didn't work all the way. And I'm like, I never watched Jackass, but knowing what I know about Jackass, that is so on brand. That the shit right. didn't work the first time they tried to use it, so they got to fix it to try uh, to get it to work. Y'all <laughs> ain't mentioned the the return or better yet, the WrestleMania debut of um, May Young and Mark Henry's hand. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> I thought the whole match was great. Oh, we disrespected the legend. We didn't disrespect the legend. She participated in that segment. How is that disrespecting her? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm talking about the I'm talking about the hand. I thought we didn't disrespect the legend. 
I was like, why is there a hand? And then I was like, damn, that's full circle. That's a 23-year-long 23, 23 joke that Mark Henry played into. If that was a real tweet that I've seen. That was oh, yeah, I know. That was, that was my purpose. I think, I think Johnny Knoxville was probably watching wrestling when that was going on, so he probably knew about it. I didn't think it was bad. Uh, for what it was, it was was expected that it was going to be more like Johnny Knoxville taking lows. Because I went yeah, down the rabbit hole. Someone put Russell Lamy. I need to block them on Twitter, too, because he'd be saying it. Someone was like, it's good to see Jock doing YouTube what he too. should be doing, wrestling, not sitting outside looking like this. And this picture of Joe when he debuted in AW, right? And then the picture of him from WrestleMania last year when it was raining. And someone was like, yeah, let him work injured. Why not? <laughs> and someone else said um, he was injured in the second picture and it was raining. Whoever runs this account is dense. And then didn't he get let go like not so long afterwards, too? Yeah, he beat Cross for the title. And then I think yeah, he said the he reason said. I think he said the reason he got taken off he TV after that is because he got COVID, I think. And then they let him go. But yes, so the thing I wrote about the thing I read about Meltzer's tweet, right? Was um Robert? Yes. You saw Stadium Stampede, right? Yes. What did Meltzer say about Stadium Stampede? It was what did he say it was like the greatest something of all time? He says something along the lines of if I recall correctly, actually, I should probably look it up. But uh <sighs> Hold on, let me let me get it right. Did he say the stadium stampede was the greatest non like it was better than the graveyard bone the boneyard match or something that with AJ and Undertaker? Did he say something like that? Um, he said something stupid. See, Dave pisses me off because people believe him. Like people think his opinions actually matter. That's okay. the most frustrating thing about it. I would say like one out of his like one out of his like thousand takes, I'd probably be like, I, I agree with Dave on that. Maybe eighty five percent, eighty five percent agree only because he used something from like the past that actually happened that was factual. Yeah, he, <laughs> you know he, what I mean. He actually breadcrumbs yeah, on everything else to make it seem like oh, you know. Well, you he know. didn't. He didn't rate Stadium Stampede because apparently he doesn't rate these type of matches. Um, Apparently he doesn't, but I know he does in his head. I think. Damn it! Would would be. I'm really trying to find out what he said because I think it was something along the lines of like it was like a couple years ago. I think it was something along the lines of like because the crowd liked it. I know. Okay, I know he said about Nick Gage versus Jericho that because even though that wasn't like that but he said something along the lines of like stadium stampede was so good because the crowd was into it or some shit like that but i know he said about nick gage versus jericho that the match wasn't his cup of tea but based on the crowd reaction how could you give it anything less than five stars and then i'm like but you gave hogan and warrior like fucking two stars and the crowds were arguably way more hot for that match back in the day mm-hmm. so I think Alvarez even got on to him about it too, because Alvarez loved the match. And he was like, Dave, what the fuck are you watching? Like, what? This grant match was good for what it was. And it's exactly what you wanted, exactly what you got. Everyone was happy at the end. What else can you fucking say negative about it? You talking about Hogan Warrior? Yeah. 
No, I'm talking about the Sammy and uh, oh. the Sammy and Knoxville match. I mean, I mean, me personally, Hogan and Warrior was a great fucking finish. I wouldn't say the whole match was good, but the finish was fucking great. One of the best WrestleMania finishes of all time, in my opinion. Damn, but I hated, I hated that match. Damn, you hated that. Oh, I mean, hey, the match, the match itself was, was fucking the, garbage. The finish, the finish was damn, good. Alex. Was like what you saying? It was, it was Hulk Hogan. It was Hulk Hogan. Do you remember? I know, years, I know the <laughs> match by heart. Like, you want four, me to tell you the it was like. When was Alex, the last time he was in Japan? Five spots. When he, <laughs> Alex really came like, out and said that match was fucking like he, he was not Ichiban. Like that was the Hulk Hogan that I would have respected. But Hulkamania Hulk Hogan? No. Hell my, no. My Warrior? man said hell no. My man Alex said, I want Axe Bomber Hogan. <laughs> right, right. And that's I want Hogan yelling, Axe Bomber. I no, I, I understand like, his take personally, but I don't I don't agree on the finish. I think the finish was great. He was the first person that reversed the fucking leg drop. Yeah, like, by that's rolling out the way, rolling yeah. out the way, and hitting his yeah. finish. That was you a know great, what it a did? great finish. It kills Hulk Hogan because it's like, why couldn't anybody yeah, else do Hulk that? Hogan. Because and he then beat it them so the bad. Drop. No, Alex, that's because he beat them <laughs> so bad that they couldn't move. Okay, it was the power of Hulkamania. They had to sit there and be transfixed by this man slowly running the rope. And then jump in two feet in the air to bring that giant ass leg over their chest and torso. That's, it just pisses me off that the power of Hulkamania, brother. The, all the millions say, of Hulkamaniacs were holding them down with the sheer force of their cheers. The gravity. I, think, I don't think Alex didn't like yeah, that Hogan yeah. because he knew he was going to lose. Nah, y'all want to know? Y'all want to know the truth? Also, didn't Hogan like pop it's, right back up? It's after fuck Hulk Hogan. Damn. You I right. say it right now, it's fuck Hulk Hogan. You right. It's always gonna be that fuck man, Hulk Hogan, but it's just like that man and WrestleMania. The worst. The they worst were the worst, worst champions. But didn't um at that time. I think it was garbage as champions. But didn't like Hogan pop right back up after the three was counted because he couldn't even stay down for Warriors. Exactly. So it, it, he, he, he killed that too. Finish. He was like, no, like, no, they, no they that killed, was Hogan going for business on himself, though, because he's a selfish pit prick. But what happened to War- what happened to Warrior? He had a decent run. He champion. didn't stick around. Of course not. Hogan didn't stick He's around. He's a prick. Why? Because they're old. Uh, I, it just sucks that you have to talk about WrestleMania moments, and then like the first couple ones, you always have to mention Hogan. It's like that piece of shit doesn't deserve it. Hey, he earned, Hey, he made that money. But yes, oh yeah, he, he, he put money. pro wrestling on the map. I mean, he made money, but yeah, was. no, the fucking well, character he helped make it character, more global. Fine, I guess. Mean, Right, Knoxville yeah, versus, he more, yeah, sorry. Knoxville versus Zane, solid. After this was the fatal four-way tag match for the women's tag titles, Sasha Banks and Naomi versus Carmella and Zelina versus Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley versus Italian Shayna Baszler. Now, there's two things I know about this match. One, Sasha Banks and Naomi won, snapping Sasha's win streak. I mean, lose mm-hmm. streak, which I'm sure Rike was very happy about. Um... And that was his cue. I don't think he got it. That man sleep. Look at him. <laughs> that man probably <laughs> out like a light. Um, yeah, probably a. Is he still got jet lag? Probably eating. Oh yeah, no, he still. Eating. Yeah, he said he did. He said he. His social battery. He said them four days. Yeah, he said settle. four days. He probably did like six months worth of social interacting in like four days. Mm. <laughs> it's yeah, no, no, it's like, no break, social. just being on. That's oh, why I don't other- like being social anymore. I just don't like to waste my energy sometimes. The other thing I know about this match, Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley fucking, I don't know what else to say. 
Mark, so don't put those fantasies in my head. Come on. I don't know what else to say, man. You gonna make me? You gonna make me? Mark. They came out dressed up as Batman. They just came out dressed up as Batman and Catwoman. Liv had a goddamn whip. Like I don't, I don't know what else to say. Oh, hey, did y'all see? I'm I'm not trying to be horny on the on the podcast, but did y'all see Caleb Braxton get hit by that whip? No, I didn't. (laughs) <laughs> I'm sorry. I y'all y'all need to go take a look at that. M- moving on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Natty and Shayna Baszler were here. Shayna Baszler deserves better. Shayna Baszler deserves better. Shayna Baszler deserves better. Uh, you know Carmella they're going to team up Ronda this year. Fine. Ronda wants to team up anyway. Yeah. They'd be a badass yeah, tag yeah. team, to be perfectly honest. Yep. I think that's they what they should do. Might, do actually make Ronda, might actually make Ronda give a shit. So Maybe. Hopefully. Carmelo and Zelina, Carmelo and Zelina were here. I thought this match was a lot better than what people were expecting. And no, I it was, it was perfectly well. serviceable. It was better than the women's tag matches last year. So that's for sure. Yeah. Okay. Well. I forgot this was between Ed. I guess I forgot all about it because I forgot this is between. I forgot this is before Edge and AJ because I don't know why I thought Edge and AJ was right after the Anything Goes match. Mm-mm. But Edge and AJ. Okay, Mark, we got they went. About they went twenty four minutes. Now, <laughs> I've heard some people. I've seen a number of people say this match was trash. Mm, Personally, on... I don't agree. Right, I thought the match was fine. I thought it was good. Could it have been better? Sure, but I also got to sit there. I had to think to myself. This is the first match in the future. Exactly. exactly. Jinx. That's what I had to think to myself. If they're keeping this for a couple months, for a couple shows, yeah. which it looks like I they think, are. <clears throat> I they think are, you ended at SummerSlam, <laughs> in my opinion. I, I don't even know if they'll go that far. But um right. I give it like three months. I give it to like Money in the Bank, maybe. But like I Money in the Bank's a good blow off. They have a ladder match. Ooh, Edge and AJ in a ladder match. I don't know if Edge Edge would do a ladder match. Oh, you're right. You're right. He's getting, you know, he got the neck. He said he in a recent cat. interview he does he does realize he has a short timetable now. Oh yeah. So. He said he probably he said I won't be around five, definitely won't be around ten, might not even be around three years, more years. But I give him one more year. If this is his last year, boom. <laughs> Give him one year in WWE and then he goes to AEW for one year. Yeah, we, fuck you it, know, joins up, joins up with Christian. You, uh, you they go where out. the money's hot. <laughs> yeah, they write you out. You go where it's hot. I don't know. I think <laughs> I know Cody. We, well, what's up? Cody said he knows a few people in, in AEW that would fit in the WWE system, which opened yeah, a they're lot already of, looking at two. Which yeah. a lot, which opened a lot of speculation on people's fronts. They were like, who, who gonna go? Like who who gonna go? I'm like I'll name you two right now. MJF and Warlord. I easy. I mean, I don't think Warlord gonna go anytime soon. MJF might. It really depends. He got till 2024 to make up his mind. Unless mm. they get somebody you know. said. Uh, somebody was like, I don't think Brian will go back. I'm like, I could see him going back. I could see Brian mm-hmm. getting dragged. Oh, Brian, yeah. I could see him getting all the wrestling he wants to get out of his system. Right, wrestle everybody he wants to wrestle in AEW in new japan wherever right i could see him doing all that for maybe like two three more years then coming back to wwe having one final run getting put in the hall of fame and just retiring after that mm-hmm. i could see him doing that okay so you think it's gonna be mjf and brian no 
uh, Brian, like I said, I don't think Brian gonna leave anytime soon. MJF, oh, I could probably, yeah, not anytime soon. MJF, I could see if he really sticks to that hole. I'm not re-signing unless Tony negotiates with me better until 2024. I could see him just looking at the field in AEW. I'd say we're though. I could just see because of the looks. I could see Hobbs. I could definitely see Hobbs. Uh, I could Ma- see Hobbs. Maybe Ricky Starks. You think Starks? I think they would That's take Starks. I mean, they offered him place. a contract. Now, you can make an argument that they only offered him the contract so AEW wouldn't take him. But the fact that they even offered him one over a lot yes. of people says some stuff. I could see him. I could possibly see WWE making a play to get Serena D back. As a coach, maybe. Yeah, I don't know as a wrestler. I don't know about a wrestler. Which might uh, be the deal breaker for her if she dude, wants to keep I, wrestling. I'm about I to say something you. crazy. Okay, go for it, Alex. Go for it. I think Kenny Omega will leave and go <sighs> to the WWE. You, uh. <laughs> I put, no, I put this in the universe, right? Right. You might have saw my tweet about it. I put this in the universe. I'm like, I'll put, let's see how well this ages. I said, I don't know when, I don't know how, but Kenny Omega will wrestle in a WWE ring. I put that on Twitter like a couple days ago. I put that out in the universe. I'm like, let's see how well this ages. If it never happens, hey, what the fuck I got to lose? But if it happens, I'll look prophetic as shit. Hey, man, I'm just saying... Uh, yeah, he yeah. needs to have one. He just needs to have one match. It doesn't have to be under contract or anything. He just needs to be in the WWE. Give yeah, him it his be a live show. 30 man. minutes for a garden. Is there a garden you show? Know. Give him a fucking Tokyo show, you know, a Tokyo show in WWE with but Kenny the Omega. Thing, and I hate it. And I didn't mention this when we talked Cody. That'd be crazy cool. I didn't mention yeah, this when would, we talked Cody. Right? I, doing that. Oh my God. I hate that more often than not. You can't be surprised in wrestling anymore, depending on where you are. Now, if you're a casual, you could definitely be surprised. But if like if right. you're like us and you know too much, yeah. it's hard to be surprised because, you know, because if you follow certain things, you know, all like, you know, all the sites talk about so and so, blah, blah. Like, imagine like like Cody was the worst kept secret coming back and he still got a big pop. Right. But imagine if nobody knew Cody was coming. That would even be even bigger pop. Everyone was like, what the fuck, Cody? Like, you would see yeah, him on AEW like and a, then from a AEW big, what the to fuck? WWE, you'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah, it would have been <laughs> a big what the fuck chant. This is a weird episode of AEW Dynamite. <laughs> oh, I've seen them tweets. I was like, yeah. I was like, damn. Yeah. How y'all going to do that to WrestleMania same, like that? He started the same promo the way he did his last AEW Bro. promo. So I could. He's like, no, what do you want to talk about? That's exactly what he did in his last AEW promo. Yeah. So. Hey. I'm That's, disappointed he didn't do the whole the whole ear thing when he, oh, he should have debuted. He did that on TikTok in the know, WWE. That, he did that in, yeah, on TikTok the, in the WWE offices. Like <laughs> that man, that man well. He just doing whatever. But like you said, Kenny Omega, which is very interesting, and I already put that in the universe that he will wrestle in right, You know what it's gonna That's be? An interesting one. It's gonna what be gonna it's gonna be Xavier Woods. It's gonna call Kenny Omega out. Kenny Omega is probably on the fence about there's, staying in AEW. There's one that's match that's going to get him. There's to, one match to go. I would like to see in WWE or AEW. I don't really care. Just give me the Elite versus the New Day in an actual wrestling match. Mm-hmm. Give him a good time too. Yeah. No video game shit. So, an actual wrestling <clears throat> match. But you know they're going to make a 
Come on, Marcel. Really? Those three together with no video game references? Rob, really? I don't care if there's game references. I'm talking about in Those an actual six. match, not playing video games. That's what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, I thought you. Oh, okay. I thought you no. meant like they're not going to do a, a tribute to like Street Fighter and a fucking. No, I, just, I don't care if they do in the match. I'm just talking about in general, just not them okay, playing yeah. video games against each other in like an actual fucking match. Yeah, that'd be the, one of the best six man tags of all time. I would definitely put that in the universe. I could just based off what Dax said, I could maybe see FTR going back one day. FTR is on a roll right but now. But it would really, it would really depend yeah, no, they're, they're, on what WB does with his tag division in the next couple of years. You were talking in the chat it's, with some better AEW tag teams in the Bucks. FTR is definitely one of them. Of course they are. Like someone, yeah, um, someone was like, "Who, who they say?" I'm like, uh, "Like if you want to go work wise or whatever, there's plenty of." What was that tweet that said? It's like, look, wrestling is subjective, but I can't look at you. This is about, I look at you funny if you prefer the Bucks over the Usos. And I'm like, you know what? I like them both. I like, I mean, their Bucks are mostly fine, but I definitely prefer the Usos any day of the week as both personalities and wrestlers. But, you know, that's just me. But I'm like, you want to, I'm like, that's what I was saying. I was like, go to be, you need to let the Usos do what FTR doing. <laughs> just throw the Usos yeah. in random promotions and let them do tag team matches, though they would be fire. Let them yeah, let I them mean, take over street, for Roman Reigns. Street let profits Roman too. Reigns branch out. Street profits too. Honestly, WWE got a Roman few tag teams. teams. You could just ship out and just let them do random stuff, and they could just have good matches with almost any team. Usos versus the Briscoes. Usos versus God. Shit. Yeah, I, I heard the FTR Briscoe match was really good. From the wrestling weekend, of course it was. It's FTR on um, the Briscoes. Uh, Usos versus Dangerous Techers. I'd watch. What else? I honestly Usos haven't really been like going all out though. They haven't went all out since our match with New Day. That's when they do their best, best stuff. But who they got to go with? Like, I'd really? watch. I'd That's watch uh, the Usos versus Tanahashi and Jado or Jado, Jado, oh, whichever one I've seen. But like I've I mean, NXT. I mean, two point is trying to build their tag division up. Shawn Michaels' favorite tag team is in NXT now, so. Pretty deadly. I don't know why they changed their names, but what did they change their names to? Elton Prince and Kit something. Oh, but it's still pretty deadly. Yeah, their team name is still pretty deadly. I mean, Sam Stoker and Lewis. Sam Stoker and Lewis Howley were fine names, but you know, whatever. They're uh, yeah, they're they're in NXT now. I'm like, all right, cool. They're gonna bring more UK talent over. Finally. Bring over Miko Sotomore so she can beat the fuck out of every female in WWE. But, you know, let Blair Davenport. I feel like if Blair Davenport gets healthy, she'll be brought over, too, because she could be priestly. Yeah, no, they're going to they're going to they're going to. She injured her, though? Yeah. And it's going to be like her. You saw that injury. I shared on the group chat where she faced Miko and then she like broke her ankle or something. Because she's she's posting workout photos, but I forgot that's probably because of her rehab. So, yeah, yeah, she's rehab. Probably light work. She's looking great. <laughs> I want to say, hey, man, I remember some, I flipped put some, out. Put some, put some respect on my man, Will Ospreay. Billy the Goat? Billy yeah, the Goat. I mean, good for him. He married a hot The heavyweight. Shit. They're not married, but they're still together. They're gonna, I would hope they would <laughs> hey, be married. That's Mar- how much I like their Mar- couple. Marcel says something that was very true. They're not married. Hey, apparently EO not with evil no more. Hey, Whoa, how'd you find Marcel, this out? Who'd you scoop up with? Twitter. Please do not. <laughs> I found out via Joshi Twitter. I've been really digging into Joshi Twitter lately. It's pretty interesting and hilarious. Um, 
SLK top five in the world. But yeah, uh, apparently I heard that she not with evil no more. So <clears throat> plotting. Either way, uh, after this, uh, okay, Edge AJ, I thought the match was good. I, it was hard. It was kind of hard for the crowd to get into. I think. Because after all the shit they just seen, it was just like, okay, now we're having like a straight up match, a straight up like. Yeah, what is what was the crowd like, Rike, for that match? Uh, they were into it. I just they didn't were... like the points where um, they would do a move, they would do a sequence and lay there, and do another sequence and lay there. Like it, it threw me off psychology wise. But I thought it was alright. Yeah, I thought it was good. I, I I had no complaints. People, I think, more complained about the 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 finish too, right? With Damian Priest coming out, just randomly showing up when that rumor came out that he was probably joining Edge's new faction. Now the rumor is that Real be in there too, which they seems like they set the seeds up for that on Monday. Wait, who? Rhea. Huh. Because be good. because uh, on fast forwarding a bit on Monday, she and Liv had a tag Liv title match up. against Naomi and Sasha, but they lost. And then Rhea was upset and went to the back. Liv found her later in the night. And then Rhea said that she uh, got them another tag match next week. But this time it's going to be for the titles. No, it was, for the, it was for the, wasn't it? For, it was for the titles. The first time. No, I it? thought the, the first time was a contenders match. If the, the Rhea and Liv win, and then that means they get a title shot. Oh, but I thought it was also for the lost, titles. But guess what? They still got a fucking title shot anyway. So would you say no to point of a contender match? I'm not going to say no to Rhea Ripley. So, I mean, honestly, yeah. I'm not gonna say I mean, Rhea Ripley, but <laughs> you know, uh, so apparently some people were talking about, ooh, in the background, if you were looking at the stairs, they were purple, and that's edges made. I was like, were they? Or y'all just? I'm like, that's fucking, that's a reach, but that's the rumor that Rhea gonna join the stable. So, I think this is gonna be the new brood. Like, what is this? I don't know what don't it know. is, but I like it. I All I know watching. is that Brody King got fired up on Twitter. Yeah, because he's a dumbass and thinks because Dave Mesler. Uh, made him relevant that he's special. He's not. Damn. He hasn't done shit in the wrestling business. Damn, he has no God. right to talk on Edge. God he doesn't. <laughs> Draw some fucking money first before you talk to Edge. Jesus fucking Christ. He's one of the best of all time. Don't disrespect him like that Wait, by thinking I that know. your group is going to be hotter than Edge's group. What the fuck? Nah, hell no. I like this energy. Speak on it. <laughs> Speak on it. This man said, I'm sorry, man. It's he just said, how it is. fuck you and the click you claim. Yeah, and I, and I like the House of Black, too. Don't get me wrong, but it's like, dude, Brody King? Who the fuck was? I didn't even know who the fuck you were until you were on my TV screen. You're irrelevant. <laughs> he was too with the second was... tier company if you wanted to be relevant. And maybe you should have joined an Edge's faction. Oh, shit. Robert cut a whole promo on Brody King right now. Bro. Oh, I don't like Brody King. For no reason. You really King. said fuck. I can't you, say straight face right now because you guys are making me laugh. But he you know said, what I mean. He said fuck you, bro. But well, he did say in an interview that it's kind of funny that Buddy still doesn't really get their gimmick. Like, because you know they use all the you know the like the religious stuff and that for the gimmick, and then they try and explain it to Buddy, and he's like. Oh, so it's like Slipknot. He's like, so it's like Slipknot or something like that. And they're like, yeah, kind of. So he's like, yeah, it's kind of funny. He doesn't really fully understand. I'm like, that's not a good thing. You want him in your group to mesh. And he's like, what the fuck are we doing? And then ever since they formed the group, they haven't done shit. See, that's the problem with Tony Khan's booking. They do it. And it's just like, it's the same shit over and over. It's like, okay, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for this. 
That's Tony. Yeah, Tony. but he's yeah, slow burn stuff. Slow burn. All, it's all long. Oh. Immediately burn a candle. How long are we going to slow burn this Julia Hart eye patch turn on the Varsity Blonde? It's been like for this for like six what, months, five, six months. No, she's yeah, going to take the eye patch months. off and then she'll have like a fucking metal eye like Kano from one. You know what? Congra- <laughs> I'm going to tweet the elite right now. Congratulations. This is why you guys are going to be in second place the rest of your life. Damn. <laughs> like, you know. Um, who? That's coming from the AW guy of the podcast. Yeah, exactly. What does that tell you? <laughs> Bro, I'm almost every week, Fox, almost every week I see, Jesus. I don't watch Dynamite regularly, but almost every week I see people shitting on the women's division specifically. Some of the people oh. I follow, they always talk about the women's division. They're like, oh my God, Tony, what the fuck? What are you doing with these women? I'm like, oh. Right. So you're going to have Jamie Hayter and Tony Storm feud, but they're not going to feud for any title. So what's the fucking point of them feuding? If there's not going to be any. What? It's because they need the TV exposure. And they try. They try to draw in. You know, that, no, uh, no, 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 no. I, I got this. Audience. I got this, Alex. You know why Jamie Hader and Tony Storm are feuding? Why? Because Lash Legend and Nikita Lions are feuding. You fight thick yeah. with the thick. That's exactly what okay. AEW is doing. They fight <laughs> you know, thick with Marcel, thick. I like that hey, theory. I'm gonna go with that and enjoy this. It's the exact same shit. reason that Dynamite put on bad. Jamie Hader. I got Jamie Hader got me in trouble. Let me just put it like that. You were staring your girl caught you. That's exactly what happened. No, hold on. I wouldn't say stare. All right. Met, I would just say I was glancing. But it was hard not to glance when it was something. there. No, no photos. It was a match. Her ass got a gravitational pull. Her and Sky Blue. Right. They put her and like Sky Blue sh- together. You got to fight the thick with the thick. It's just like, I can't help that. That's her outfit. You know what I mean? Look, if you got one thing of peanut butter here, what you going to put it with? Some jelly and some more peanut butter. You know. Yes. Yeah, that's, right. how, that's how it goes. <laughs> Jiffy is Peter Pan. Like (laughs) that's how we go. I actually heard Jeffrey went on a on a recall. Actually, for they had they found a fiberglass in the Jiffy. Yes, this man said Jeffrey. I'm like, who is Jeffrey? Nero Hart. Some type of metal. I heard about it. Uh, Fiberglass metal. metal? Is it fiber? Well, fiberglass metal glass. I mean, they're recalling it because it's got contaminants. Yeah, in it. So. Like I had to throw away my Jergens because it apparently has some kind of bacteria in it. Well, not all of them, but I guess I just threw. It was a big old ball too. I was like, man, I'm be ashes. You don't want to be. You don't want to be too safe with that shit. So yeah, I would just throw it out. Oh yeah, especially if you you end up hearing about it, Mm -hmm. and you're maybe like halfway through something, and then you're like, (laughs) that's like the worst. I just ate a jar. May or may not die. Still waiting on that. It's crazy. I still want to. Wait on the Tony Storm explanation why she walked out of WWE, but I don't want to pay her on her OnlyFans to hear it if she talked about it on there, and I don't want to listen to Jericho's podcast <laughs> if right, she talks I, about I, it on there. Has she even posted anything on her OnlyFans? I don't pay oh for it, so I don't know. She, I'm sure she has. I mean, I didn't even know she had. Alex, she didn't be the investor. Bro, she made like week. 10k in a day. I, I, t- <laughs> I, I will not be the investigator i will not do that <laughs> like, okay. i will not you won't pay for her only fans you know what for the podcast I'm individual uh i don't know about that but. hey why 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 are you doing <laughs> this to me right now i don't know i'm just saying you look pretty, your hair is looking pretty greasy and i are think you, that pretty much describes yeah you. she got uh, you tony got 10k in the opening hour with her subscription being sold at 19 dollars per month uh, that's, I don't know. Alex, she has since mind. gone on to collect more than thirty-three thousand in under a half a day. I ain't got 
I ain't got twenty dollars a month to, to afford twenty dollars a subscribe. month. What happened to nine ninety nine? I thought girls were charging nine ninety nine for OnlyFans. Twenty dollars. Tony Storm with OnlyFans made more than forty k in one day, a good chunk of her annual WWE salary. Hey, I'm not hating on the money. Forty k is forty k. Chunk. That's a good chunk. A good chunk is more than half. Yeah. Right. Uh, so we've got the what the final match then no we gotta go more um yeah uh Seamus and Rich Holland beat the New Day in a minute 40 that was even a match I don't even count that I feel bad for Smackdown everybody's like I feel bad for New Day I'm like I feel bad for everybody involved because first off this match got got pushed to day two (laughs) that's number one so I was like okay this match gonna open day one um, day two oh nope it didn't okay then we had Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory I thought this was great. I told y'all this shit would be good. I told people it'd be good. It just ended up with the worst stunner ever. <laughs> that man, he glitched. The worst stunner ever. That man glitched through the Matrix. <clears throat> Dog. Vince did. I, but I thought his. I thought he. I thought he destroyed his quads again. His quads when again? I saw it, I was like, "Oh my god, what are the this odds?" Had this had man blew both his quads out again. What did he do as his finish? What was the finish of the Pat McAfee and Vince match? Didn't he hit him with a clothesline? One, two, three. I don't remember. I didn't watch the match yet, so I don't remember. No, I didn't watch it. I mean, yeah, yeah. I think. I mean, I, I saw I saw a video of the finish, but I don't like. I that was a while ago, and I don't remember. So, right. well, yeah, Pat and Pat and Austin did good, and then the whole Vince thing was I thought was okay. I didn't think it was necessary. I mean, I thought it was funny because I guess you could be like, I'm mad that that match like, happened partly right. because Vince that was in a match. Yeah, that's I saw the that tweet. I was that. like, oh, I was like, yeah, technically that that means they're right. I don't like it, but hey, Pat was, was mega was. over that motherfucker. Came out to damn uh, Seven Nation the Army and shit. The obvious theme song, but it's a good theme song nonetheless. Yeah, they were like, mm, that mess is crazy. What was the match after that? The main event, Roman versus Brock. Oh, shit. Now, listen, if you've seen Roman versus Brock before, you're, you you didn't miss this match. It was pretty much like every other Brock, Lesnar, Roman match ever. Not saying that's a bad thing, but... Yeah, but also... Um, okay, so... Didn't I, Roman get, like, hurt? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, of course he did. That man... Mm-hmm. That man... Blew out his shoulder. I'm pretty sure he probably... Yeah, he probably blew out his shoulder and... I would assume he probably maybe tore a few no, ligaments if, in his what is it tricep? Yeah, that Kamora was wild. That thing, hey, he probably he probably told him before he probably, hey, he probably took a breath in at the wrong time or something. And no, because you could hear him when he told Paul. He said, "It's out, it's out." I guess he's talking his shoulder. And then if you notice, yeah, he the next dislocated night on Monday, shoulder he from saving his elbow from dislocating. Yeah, he yeah. uh. He had a hard time holding up the title after the match and then the oh, next yeah, night yeah. on Monday. So you can tell there's something legitimate with it, but I don't know how severe it is. Maybe they just give him, they still have him be champion this whole time. And even with surgery, he still just be champion. Because he's earned that right. He's a, yeah, because that would suck if yeah. like the most dominant world title reign in years got stopped because of an injury. Decades. Right, right, and I and I don't think they would let that WWE won't let that happen. It's like we can't ruin this momentum. If anything, you can just have them talk and then just have them be more of a heel and start dodging challengers, this and that, weaseling out of 
matches. You know what I mean? Just have them talk. Yeah, it depends on what. We'll see what Ooh, happens. Injury, wants to do. Yeah, we'll see what happens on Friday. Yeah, so that's how the Raw show ended too. It was just like, yeah, just watch Friday Night SmackDown. So I guess SmackDown is going to be the real Raw after Mania because the only thing of note that happened on Raw was Cody's promo, um, Veer's debut. I can't remember what matches were on there. Oh yeah, Finn got pinned by who? Shit. Who's the who? Never. I just don't even want to know now because I don't care. Because guess what? They don't care about fucking Finn as a champion or Finn. Um, what was it? Um, goddamn, here we go. Uh, Cody Rose debuted, Sasha Naomi beat Rhea and Liv. Ezekiel debuted. <laughs> Come on, is that even worth talking about? Yes, bro. <laughs> Elias's younger brother, fuck out of here. That man gonna be a star, bro. Looking like a fucking great value, Bradley Cooper. Let's say Barry Manilow. Uh, Miz beat <laughs> Ray. Oh, sh- he beat, was it Ray? He beat Ray. It says Ray Mysterio. It said Ray Mysterio, but it was actually Dominic that he beat. Mm. Oh, Bianca had a good promo too. She had that black eye. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Braun Breaker won back the NXT title by beating Dolph. Stupid. Uh, MVP joined Omos. Carmella and Corey Graves made out. Stupid. Because Carmella, Carmella and Zelina were supposed to face Shayna and Natalia. Oh, yeah. And then Zelina cut a promo about how lo- them losing the titles was Carmella's fault. Then she like hit on Graves for a hot second. Then she and Carmella fought for a bit. And then Carmella went to make out with Graves. And then they're going to get married. So King's going to be on fucking commentary for two weeks. <laughs> Why? And nobody cared about them making out. It was just like, okay, I'm sick of this shit. I get enough of watching Persia Parada and fucking do cuts and make out on NXT. Yeah, it's just go away heat for me. It's like Carmella and Corey Games are one of those people that's like they're great separate together, but when they're together, just annoying. Austin Theory, that's who it was. Austin Theory beat Finn Balor because so well, it, it was him the, because it was him and the Usos, and Finn was teaming up with RK Bro. I think Austin Theory wins that title pretty soon. Why so the not? champions Austin- lost because, I mean, granted, Usos are champions too, but uh, Edge and Damian Priest, uh, they did their promo and they beat up AJ. Mm. They were about to give him a concerto, but agents, including Jamie Noble and Davari, came out and stopped them. Street Profits beat Alpha Academy in a tornado tag. I forgot that happened. I thought it was a tables match. Was it a tables match? No, there were tables in table. it. There were tables yeah. in it, but it wasn't a. Yeah. And Roman cut a promo talking about Watch Friday. <laughs> now, if if they hype it up like that, what I would do is unveil the new title. If I, I, I don't know. If you don't show us that there's a new title, then it's obviously that means that the two titles are going to split up pretty soon. That's what that means. Rumor is the there was like betting odds that someone placed that it was like. By the end of the year, Roman is going to have one of those titles. Mm, I'll give it to by SummerSlam. He'll have one of those titles. I don't even think it's going to last that long. Just uh, two really titles. Hope, I really hope they keep it unified. Just make them one fucking belt. Why do you have two world titles? But anyway, whatever. That's a whole other conversation. Uh, okay. That is uh, what what happened on NXT. Oh, uh, let, let's do these NXT results real fast. Because I remember some stuff that happened on NXT, but not a whole lot. Uh, Creed Brothers beat Imperium because um, fucking Eichner left. 
Duke Hudson. Oh, yeah, they did have a match. I'm so sick of this feud. I don't give a shit about Duke. I don't give a shit about Duke Hudson versus Dexter Loomis. And it ended in double count out. God damn. Just make them a tag team or something. I don't care. Typical WWE formula. Uh, Gigi and JC won back the women's tag titles, which why the fuck did you give them the titles anyway? Why'd you give them Raquel and Dakota? But apparently this might lead to Dakota facing Mandy for the title, maybe because she was pissed and throwing shit around backstage. I don't know. Nikita Lyons beat Lash Legend. The match wasn't that bad, actually. Um, Braun Breaker beat Gunther to retain the NXT title, and the show ended with fucking Joe Gacy kidnapping Rick Steiner. When I say, oh no, Alex is muted. I don't know if you saw my tweet, Marcel, but I was just like, WCW is cool again. No, he fucking the show literally ended with him showing that he had kidnapped Rick Steiner. Right? They look like they were about to beat him to death with like a freaking like a freaking pipe. Like they're about to beat him to death, and the show just went off the air. <laughs> so WCW. I was like, I love gonna, it. I'm like, he's gonna fucking die. Like Rick Steiner's gonna die. Like, but I think I think they did do the storyline in WCW, but with Tink Abbott, didn't they kidnap Tink Abbott, Alex? And then Rick Steiner was trying to save him. Hmm. I don't know. Anyway, go on. I can tell. Yeah, we're running. We're running late. So this is what I'm gonna do. I haven't watched New Japan in like a year, right? But I'm gonna try and watch this Hyper Battle 22 show. That's Saturday. Okay. I was going to talk. Who's about, on it again? Just real, just real fast. Yeah, the main event to, at least. Because I was about to. I was going to talk about the start of Cinderella tournament, but I got to watch more of those matches anyway. Uh, here are the matches: uh, Tanahashi and the Gorillas versus Bullet Club. <laughs> okay. Bad Luck Fale, cool. Chase Owen, Jujiro, Takahashi, and Gato. Uh, Lij versus United Empire. So Tetsuya Naito and Shingo Takagi versus Will Ospreay and Aaron Hanare. Uh, six or nine, which is Ryusuke Taguchi and Master Wado versus Bullet Club's cutest tag team, which is Taiji Ishimori and El Fantasma. What the fuck, Bullet Club? For the junior heavyweight tag titles. Toru Riano versus Taichi for the provisional KOPW 2022 trophy. Evil versus Takahashi for the... Hiromu Takahashi for the never openweight title. Bishamon, which is Hiroki Goto and Yoshihashi versus Great Okan and Jeff Cobb for the te- for the heavyweight tag titles. Uh, Desperado versus Show for the junior heavyweight title, and Okada versus ZSJ for the world title. Okay, well, I think that main event will be worth it for sure because ZSJ <laughs> won the New Japan Cup. So, right, right. So, oof. I'm definitely going to be watching that one. I'm going to re- try to watch that Super Card of Honor too because I heard that was pretty good. I'm only just going. I'm only going to try and watch the Briscoes and FTR. I don't right, really care about know. any of the other matches on there, to be honest. Right. None of the matches like, ooh, I got to see this. Like maybe Jay Lethal's match because I haven't seen Jay Lethal wrestling in forever. But yeah, he turned heel. He's a heel now. Yeah, because they had nothing else to do with him. <laughs> so yeah, he's he's a heel in AEW now too, and us. Uh, not is it Sante Dutt? Yeah, Sante is. Yeah, that's his manager now. God, they're feuding with they're feuding with Samoa Joe. I would love it. What the fuck is this TNA? ROH. Yeah. This 05 ROH TNA. <laughs> it's ROH 2.0 myself. This 05 TNA. <laughs> TNA 2.0. You told me that it's like Samoa Joe and Sanjay Dutt is like Sanjay Dutt and Jay Lethal are feuding with Samoa Joe. I'm like, are we in the impact zone? 
What peer review is this on? Hard justice? Like, what the fuck is going on? No, it's a sacrifice. Like, yeah, yeah. God, that is such an old TNA feud, bro. Like, what year are we in? It's it's gonna be great, Marcel. Don't worry. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Tony Khan is gonna slow burn the fuck out of this. It's gonna be the greatest of all time. They're gonna have all their matches on dark. Bro, they're having an AEW world title match on Rampage. No, they're not. Yes, they fucking are, Marcel. And it's going to be live, thinking that's going to help the ratings, too. I fucking hate Tony Khan for that so much. It makes Adam Cole look like a bitch. It makes Hangman Page look like a bitch. It makes like his company look like a bitch. I fucking hate that guy, man. Someone <laughs> give him a fucking clue. You're going to have your world title match that gets less than 500,000 viewers. Are you fucking? It's, oh, my God. Again, no one's telling these people that they're fucking retarded. That's not even a bad idea. That's a retarded idea. I'm sorry. Like, ugh. I love it. I'm sorry. And on I'm that sorry. note, <laughs> we're going to end I'm it I'm not there. sorry. We'll talk to you all next week. Yeah.